0: How do you pass up the opportunity to spit blood in Joan Baez's face? Face, I've read Mark Twain. I think I earned the right to go on the internet and see a guy get a chainsaw on the face. Dude, my dad was drunk and my mom was dealing with it. Guess what? I get raised by a monster. My cot looks like it's been in a hockey fight. Timely stupidity. It's at the speed of goddamn light. I got a bunch of the clocks. Hey, what's happening? Mike Schmidt, 40-Year-Old Boy Podcast. Folks, it turns out uh, it's a lot harder to change who you are 50 years into your life. You know, you wish you could. You think you could. Uh, instead, you start going the other way. You start just sliding down the hill. Now, it's not going to be one of those shows where I sit here and I detail all of the things wrong with me. Because, oh my Christ, that would be a long show. You think I've done long shows in the past? If I start detailing all the things that are wrong with me, not that you don't already know, not that you don't already have a checklist, not that you don't already have a 40-year-old boy bingo card where you're just waiting for the free space to get filled. Although I guess the free space is already filled because it's a free space. Look, I'm not fucking old enough to know the goddamn rules of bingo just yet. So back the fuck off. Don't yell at me about my non-bingo knowledge. Uh, or my lack of bingo knowledge or my bingo lack of knowledge or my lack of bingo or my knowledge of bingo lacking. <laughs> Let's spin words around and have fun. Um, there's a chance I might need a boss or a handler. There's a chance I might need somebody who, uh, who can, who can rope me into doing things. I'm, I'm bad. I'm nationwide. Well, that's what ZZ Top would say, but I'm bad. I'm bad. You know it. Shamone. That's what Michael Jackson would say. Um, I'm a bad man. That's what what Muhammad Ali would say, but not in this context. Because Muhammad Ali did his job. Michael Jackson did his job. He did a bunch of other fucking jobs. He wasn't hired for it, but still at the same fucking time. Now, look, I haven't seen the HBO thing yet, but there are people who are denying that he was guilty, which I love hearing. Do you know what I love to hear? Anybody defending a pedophile, please, by all means, step right up to the plate and tell me that that guy didn't finger blast a kid. That's what I want to hear from you. Or tell me that if he did finger blast the kid, it's because he had a bad childhood himself, which led him to fucking insert a pinky into some kid's fucking ass. Good for you, man. That's exactly what you should be doing. That's the hill to die on the the hill that is just covering Michael Jackson and the Elephant Man's bones, and the shame they took to the grave with both of them. Uh, not that the Elephant Man was a kid diddler. I don't think he was. Is that a, is that a thing, kid diddler? Is that what it's supposed to be? Uh, I saw him with Kid Rock in, the, in the, the the Kid V Kid tour. Oh, my God, was that great. Fantastic to see the diddler and the rock on stage together just going at it. Ah, I don't want to say the rock, because then you think of Dwayne Johnson. I don't want you to think that he's a bo- associated with Kid Diddler. Uh, here's me talking a lot. See, this is the thing I told myself I couldn't do all week. And now here I am recording it on a Thursday, when the show's supposed to be up on a goddamn Thursday. Uh, cause again, I need, I need uh, discipline. I need structure. I need somebody to come in here and whip me into goddamn shape. And you've heard this before. Yeah. I don't know if it bores you. I don't know if you're just like, ah, whatever the fuck. Um, because there is going to be that day where everybody gets tired of it. If you're, they may have already come. You guys could be tired of it by this point. You're just like fuck. But I mean, if you're going to fucking bail on me after 11 years because the shows up five hours late, eh, I'll be pissed. I, I won't lie to you. I, I think I think I deserve more than that. But then it's a problem that that leads to a lot of problems in all of my relationships where I think I deserve the benefit of the doubt, and the other person absolutely does not feel that. <laughs> the other person's just like, nope. That's not happening. And I'm like, well, don't you think that I get I should get a point for that? No, no, they don't think so. And then uh and I don't know how to feel about that, quite frankly. Cause sometimes I'm like, Yeah, you know, I mean I own all my stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But then there's other times where I'm just like, mm, yeah. Uh so I don't know. Who knows? I all I know is I'm uh bad, as I've mentioned before. I'm bad. You know it. Um but I but I can't turn this into a referendum or an exploratory spelunk into my goddamn brain because you guys already know what's in there. You know what resides within the walls of my skull. Why does my skull have walls? I partitioned it off. Here we go, rent an apartment and they got that little thing where it's like got the fake. I, I've always loved that when they give you the map of the apartment you're gonna rent with the measurements. It's like ooh, and then there's like walls. It's a one bedroom apartment. I mean, I I unless I'm buying the carpet, I don't need to fucking know how fucking big the floor is and all. It's a one bedroom apartment. I live in a fucking ant farm. I live in a habit trail. I live in a fucking hamster wheel. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, I don't need measurements. Nobody's like, "Ooh, that's a well that's a quite a bit of depth for my fake dining room in my one bedroom apartment." Nobody fucking cares. No one's doing that. Although in Naperville, when I lived there with the the last place I lived with Karen, that might have been my favorite apartment that I've ever lived in. I mean, I like my apartment now, certainly, and certainly now with the green and the blue on the walls, it makes it look good. But when I lived in Naperville, Illinois, with uh with uh my former wife, we had a place that was uh was on it was was on Georgia Court. I was just going to say the number, but I won't. Um, but it was on Georgia Court, and it was a uh, it was in a decent kind of out of the way spot, so it was real quiet. But also, we lived upstairs, and then. Uh, we had an expansive dining room, living room area and a, and a decent sized kitchen it was, you know, wasn't anything to fucking scream about. Um, no, I, although I don't know who has a kitchen you want to scream about. Oh, fuck that. Actually, I just stayed in Arizona at a house that has a kitchen you want to scream about. You know why? And I'll tell you in a second. But first of all, let's talk about my old place in Georgia, Court. <laughs> um... But it had a, a decent-sized bedroom, but here's the thing. It had a walk-in closet. Oh, my fucking God, was the walk-in closet the best. See, walk-in closets, those are underrated. That's something I wish I had. And Not, not just for clothing, but because you can hide in there. Oh, my God. Do you know the spying you can do in a walk-in closet? You can just walk in there and disappear from the earth. Now, I often do that in my own apartment. Just, you know, you turn the blinds and nobody knows you're there. And then you're just this non-entity sitting there listening to everybody else live their lives and you're oh my god I love it so much I love ensconcing myself in my apartment and just listening to the outside action listen to the listen to the fucking hustle and the bustle listen to people walking and talking and enjoying their lives and standing in the sunlight while I sit in a mushroom lit apartment trying to grow mold or something because it's all fucking dark oh why do I parcel myself off from society uh, not unlike the walls of my skull, parcel off parts of my brain from one another because they don't want to talk. My brains at odds. My brains at odds with one another. So we gotta we gotta put the stem over here. We got the medulla over here with the oblongata and the fucking frontal lobe and all that stuff. We gotta move it all around. Can't have those parts of the brain hanging out with one another. They try to fucking join. They work independently of one another, so they don't want to be listening, uh, listening, listening next to one another. Jesus fucking Christ. All right, hi. Hi. At least my voice sounds good today. Uh, I've recovered. I lost my voice in Arizona. I don't know what the fuck happened. I wasn't doing like a ton of yelling. It was the dry. You Dude, the fucking... Man, Arizona's a dry fucking state. And I don't mean for booze. I mean, it's just fucking... I I I had stonehenge in my nose for four fucking days. It was ridiculous. I mean, I I had to do that thing, you know, like you're blowing your nose kind of constantly, but nothing's coming out because it's gripping the fucking cave walls of your nose and won't leave your goddamn head. So your sinuses just feel like a fucking Sahara. And I so you do you grab the your sinuses like the the bridge of your nose and you just like rub cuz you're trying to loosen things, the barnacles from the side of your goddamn fucking skull. It's terrible, terrible things. Uh but I'm home now and I'm still kind of still feeling the uh the effects of Arizona in my nose certainly and in the rest of me. But as okay, I hid in my apartment. Here's what I did this week. Here's what I did. I got home Monday. And uh got home like it was like Monday evening, like five o'clock after my flight. Was it five? Yeah it was about five o'clock, five thirty. What if I, I need to break down every minute of what I've done. Um and and I you know I I you do that thing where you land and you try to get everything better and you get you sort of your laundry and you do that so Tuesday I'm like all right here we go Tuesday kicks it off I'm gonna go shopping I'm gonna fill the house with groceries because I have no food in my goddamn house and I'm trying to live like a normal person I'm trying to live better as you know all the new pots pans instant pots I'm gonna cook and cooking is a big deal because I'll tell you I cooked in Phoenix and we'll get to that in a few minutes but oh and I'll talk about the uh, the kitchen in Phoenix I, I'll just do that so I don't forget the reason that was a kitchen that you would really want to write home about or love or die for whatever the fuck phrase I used it uh or cheer for, I don't know what the fuck I said, but there's a there was a kitchen island, like a big fucking kitchen island in the front, like the stove was just a stove, a fridge, a decent amount of counter space, but it had a kitchen island, and the the entire kitchen island was a cutting board, dudes, do you know how fucking handy that is, because normally they put marble and shit like that, and everybody, you're like, what are you doing, man, am I going to fucking heat this marble up and make goddamn pancakes without a griddle, no I'm not, I mean, it's there's no point in having the kitchen island look beautiful, Having it should be functional. So when it was a giant cutting board, so then I'm there and I'm I'm chopping cucumbers while somebody else is chopping a you know slice and salmon and shit. Like dude, it was fucking awesome to have. A, it was a four man workstation on one giant cutting board. Because I mean, at my house right now, I have I have a freestanding cutting board that I can pull out whenever I need it. But also there's a cutting board that tucks into the uh cabinet. The I guess it's the cabinet. Nah the. Countertop? Like there's a countertop and then underneath the countertop, you know, there's cabinets where you can store your pots and pans, and then the drawers where you pull out your spoons and shit. Well, there's a fucking cutting board that slides into its own slot. There you go, it's just a fucking slot. So you can pull that out, but then the thing is it's kind of precarious because then it's hanging off. And it's like uh it's it's like trying to cut vegetables on a soft dick. You know what I mean? It's like the whole fucking thing can come down at any time. And please don't ask if I've ever cut vegetables on a soft dick. That I think about it, that's a pretty weird analogy. But when it but the cutting board hangs, you know what I mean? It comes out a little bit and it kind of slopes down. Um So, uh, I slice up some vegetables on a soft dick. I don't know if the other person's gonna be too happy about it, but I mean, but if it's got, you know, you gotta have a lot of girth at that point. I mean, it doesn't give a fuck how long your cock is at that point. You gotta have a lot of girth if you want to slice vegetables on your soft cock. Uh, and I I mean, he's gotta be. uh, Am I making dinner for the both of us? I mean, if he volunteers his wide cock for me to slice vegetables on, is he just over here? What is he just hanging out? Because that seems weird. I, you know what? I've never been that much in need of a cutting board that I asked a guy, hey, whip out your wide cock so I can slice some fucking carrots on it. And, uh, and that guy's got to be brave as fuck because you got to really trust in my knife work because you don't want to get your foreskin chiffonaded. Uh, <laughs> that would be a fucking disaster. <laughs> oh, man. If only I could name my fantasy baseball team the chiffonaded foreskins. I wish I could. It's too late in the game, though. Already the Vega brothers have taken the field because it is opening day now for baseball oh the chiffonotted foreskins see this is the thing i doubted myself over all week i was like "Ah, you can't do that thing anymore that you used to do where you talk a lot and then here i am i do the show and i come up with chiffonauted foreskins look at me unearthing things from my partitioned off skull my partitioned off fucking walls inside my brain i went ahead and pulled out the fucking chiffonauted foreskins for your pleasure slash uh wincing you may have winced at chiffonauted foreskins um, or at the thought of me having a dinner party where I asked the guy to get a whip out his cock so I could cut some carrots on top of it. Who knows, man? But you don't know how I handle everything's over here when I have my fucking parties. I don't have any parties. I sit in my house that's fucking dark, alone by myself with the fucking blinds closed, and I hear people outside, and I think I should engage. I should go out and check the mail. I don't check the mail for days at a time. There's something wrong with me, goddammit, because I know that nothing's good. Come, nothing is coming in the mail. I'm not getting anything in the mail that I need. Just like when the phone rings. Unless it's some name that I know. Fuck you. Never. Never. And now with this fucking regime that we've got in the goddamn White House, they've they've just bitch slapped all of the regulations so now every fucking telemarketer has my number again. What happened to that do not call list? It's fucking gone. Quit trying to sell me medical braces and walk-in showers and every other fucking goddamn thing and, and fucking copper pots and fucking bracelets that'll save my chi or whatever the fuck. Everybody, you know, I know, and the only reason I know they're doing this is because with the iPhone, the people will sometimes leave a voicemail and it's a fucking recording so you can read the transcription of the voicemail without, you know, obviously, I'm never gonna fucking listen to the thing but it's always, like uh call us today for your medical bracelet we understand you're having problems walking would you like to have your chi adjusted but fuck you no no by you by stranger and how the fuck do you know that i'm having trouble walking robot who called me in the middle of nowhere are you prying eyes inside one of the 14 computer monitors i now have in my house and that's not even a fucking lie i got two old ipods i got my iphone i got two fucking monitors that i play games on and i got my laptop that's at least fucking seven uh I got a TV screen that I'm sure somebody's peeking at me through. There's a microwave that looks at us. We learned about that last year. God damn, everybody's got their fucking eyes on me. You can't hide your prying eyes and your smile hides a thin disguise. And fuck you, Lebowski. The Eagles are great. Um, Fuck the dude. Fuck the dude. You heard it here first. Uh fuck the dude and the chiffon out of foreskins. That's that's a double feature I go ahead and pay to see. So I the, the point is I don't uh I, I again it's that thing where I fucking get in my brain and I'm like, don't fucking do this. And I, I mean I'm doing the streaming every week, which is totally fun. Uh, And I I actually was looking forward to doing the streaming on Tuesday because I had been away from it for so long. I was off for like five, six days and then I did it. It was fucking great. But then for some reason, I finished streaming and then in my brain, I'm like, go do a podcast. Uh, Yeah, nah, you can't do that anymore. Remember that thing you did for 11 years that everybody liked? They hate it now. I don't know. I don't know who that guy is in my brain who tells me to fucking stop doing that, but he's there. He's still there. I try to fight him the fuck off and I I, you know, I fought him off Tuesday, and I'm like, well, I can still do the show on Wednesday, and then Wednesday came, and then I, I was there, and I fucking streamed live yesterday, and I signed up because I knew I had to do a podcast, and then uh, I had spaghetti and meatballs for dinner because I made meatballs in Arizona, and I'll tell you about that in a few minutes, but I had spaghetti and meatballs, homemade spaghetti and meatballs, mind you. Not homemade spaghetti. What the fuck am I, a Chinese chef? The fuck am I, some guy from Chinatown making noodles and spinning them around like a motherfucker? I'm not that guy. You ever see those guys make noodles by hand? Holy fuck, are those guys impressive. I don't even... Like literally you see the guy, he's you know, probably like a 35 year old guy and he's in the window and he's making fucking noodles. So you're like, this has been handed down from generation to fucking generation guys who make noodles by hand. And I don't know who is the patience, who has the wherewithal. I don't, I don't know anybody who would, I, cause I, in my brain, I think, man, wouldn't it be cool to make sushi at home? Wouldn't it be fucking cool to make noodles at home? I can't. Who the fuck makes noodles anymore? Nobody. Get a robot. Get a fucking machine. Robots, hang up the phone. Hang up your fucking phone and make some noodles. Make something, Make your lives fucking matter to people. Nobody wants a fucking telephone robot. We want a noodle robot. Somebody get a noodle robot on the case. Have him out there fucking slinging around fucking vermicelli and angel hair and whatever the fuck. Dude, if I had a rigatoni robot, holy fuck. Are you kidding me? I would program it all day. I wouldn't even need it. I would have it just make piles of rigatoni that I could give to the homeless. Uh, and, and they'll have to find their own hot water, which uh, if you've ever run into the homeless, you know is a problem all the way around. <laughs> Perhaps I should make a hot water robot for the homeless and keep the rigamitoni for me at my house. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah, the homeless need hot water. Folks, do me a favor. Uh, get the homeless some hot water. Let's start a, let's start a drive right now. Let's just give the homeless hot water. Even if it's a hot day and they're in the street corner and I have a cold bottle of water, I often think to myself, you know, wouldn't you do better? I know you'll stay hydrated at this point, but wouldn't you feel a lot better if I gave you a bucket of hot water to dump over your head and just clean off the homeless grime? Don't you want to just clean off the streets? And I'm not talking about the band. Don't you want to just wash the streets right out of your fucking hair? Don't you want to wash this exhaust fume right out of your goddamn army jacket? You never served. You didn't serve. God damn it. If you did, I know that our high-quality Veterans Administration would take care of you, and there are many hospitals and centers where they go ahead and take care of the vets. Don't they do that? Didn't I hear that sort of thing? Again, I don't know. This fucking regime is on the backslide, man. They fucking take care of the vets like they take care of the fucking phone robots. They're out there fucking doing their job, and the vets aren't getting theirs done. You know what? Get that. Get homeless, guys. Teamed up with fucking... Fucking robots to give them showers. Ah, oh, fucking hot water robots, shower robots, or, or veterans administration robots. Although, if you got fucking PTSD and you walk in there and fucking Rosie the robot rolls up on you and is like, hey, man, let me see your balls to make sure you're healthy, you're going to fucking spin kick that goddamn thing. I know I would, and I'm not even a vet. I don't even have fucking Iraqis running through my memories or goddamn Vietnam guys in their tunnels digging through my fucking brain as I try to sleep at goddamn night. But I can tell you this, just as a normal guy who's functioned in a regular world, quote unquote, I can tell you that right now, if a, Rosie, if a robot came up to me and said, show me your balls, I, I'd run screaming out the door. I don't trust it because uh, you know we've seen enough stories where Skynet becomes active and I I, with my luck I guarantee you Skynet would become self-aware with a handful of my balls and then just either squeeze them or just rip them right the fuck off my body and we can't have that fuck that man I can't have a chiffonotted foreskin and torn off balls (laughs) Jesus Christ my cock sounds like a war zone um all right so I don't so I so I came home Tuesday I was full of vim and vigor uh, vim and or vigor. No I was fucked that. I was full of both. I had them both going on Monday. and then Tuesday I'm like, I'm gonna go shopping. I gotta make a shopping list. I got I've got our our the beautiful Anne, our friend uh, of the show gave me a keto cookbook for uh, for Christmas and I was gonna pull a, a recipe out of that and make that this week so I had some something to eat and then some leftovers because right now in my house I've got uh, I get like four cans of tuna. I got two envelopes of tuna. Uh, because listeners often will, will mail me fish <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I got to tell you when you get a, when a, you get a mar, uh, parcel filled with mackerel. Oh, is that delicious? I'll tell you what, you just open that up. Still flopping. Somebody, somebody mailed me a fish. It's like in red dead. When you got to mail that guy, a fish, people are mailing me fish just because they're my fans and friends, listeners and, and close, uh, bosom buddies are going ahead and uh, packing up a bluegill and sending it my way for me to like fill, filet and eat. Um, no, I bought those envelopes of tuna. You ever see those at the store? They got the cans of tuna, uh, but now they get the envelopes of tuna. But here, I made a mistake because uh, they have the flavored ones. They got like lemon pepper tuna, and then they got fucking, uh, what's the other one? Lemon pepper tuna, and then they have uh, like deli tuna, ranch tuna, barbecue tuna. Don't don't get the fucking flavors. That barbecue tuna is disgusting. It's just a fucking mess because, again, it's, it's cold. It's tuna in a cabinet. Fucking cabinet tuna with a barbecue chaser. Fuck all that, man. Just give me tuna. You know, if I want to mix something in it, I'll mix some sriracha in it or something I got in my goddamn fridge. Don't pre-flavor my tuna, goddammit. Just make me just fucking you do the hard work. You pull it out of the sea, you fucking scrape its scales off, you take the skin off, and then you throw it in the fucking industrial wood chipper and then put it in a goddamn hockey puck and send it to my goddamn house. Fuck the envelopes. I don't I don't need them. just you're fancy, but I guess you're saving tin. I don't know. Do we need to save tin? Is this the road warrior? (laughs) Am I I, is Lord Humongous demanding that we save tin to try to pay tribute? I don't fucking know but I got this fucking tuna lurking in my goddamn cabinet now and I I, I ate the barbecue one and I ate a ranch one and I, I hated them both, but I'm making myself eat them because I bought them and I can't just fucking throw them away, right? You can't be the person who waste. That's what a poor person feels in their brain. That's the, that's to me, that's privilege when you can just bite something and go, this is fucking gross and throw it out. Jeez, without, without making that face and going, well, you spent $4 on this and then choking it down your gullet and fucking regretting it for a goddamn five-hour period uh like noosa yogurt which i did on the stream the other day Uh, i don't want to get into that yeah i'll tell you fuck that i you know i'm a Chibani guy you know me i'm a Chibani guy and i'm a Faye guy but uh the other day for the live stream i <laughs> wound up uh everybody was telling me to get noosa on twitch they're like get noosa you noosa yogurt's the best every and i gonna say everybody's like three people but they're all like our buddy ruben and, and other people are like noosa get noosa oh my god noosa is the greatest yogurt of all time and i go to the store, and I see Nusa on the shelf. But the thing is, Chobani is usually 10 for 10 bucks. Faye, 10 for 10 bucks. Now, that is no uh, swipe at their quality. It's an amazing deal to get 10 for 10 bucks because those are both good yogurts, both very good yogurts. I don't like Oikos, too sweet. Uh, I don't like store brand. And, and I just, I want Faye and Chobani. But I saw Nusa, and also there's this new fucking Siggy's. Have you seen this? Siggy's is a contender. Um, but the problem is, like, Nusa is four bucks. Or whatever the fuck. And Siggy's is the same. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't what is that better be some pussy flavored yogurt if you're selling me for four bucks, man? Uh but but I, you know, so I, I, I was at the store the other day and everybody said nooses. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna go online because that's the thing. When we start the Twitch stream, we have a yogurt moment. We all enjoy ourselves a yogurt. I don't know if everybody else is eating one, but I do. Before I start my game, I go ahead and I eat a yogurt on camera because people want to see me put a spoon in my mouth. Look, people are getting very excited to watch me play games, but they're even more excited for me to put a glob of white into my goddamn face. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, let's see Mike take a mouthful." (laughs) We want to let's see Mike take a shot in the mouth from a guy named fucking Ziggy. (laughs) Um, So I bought the new side. Came home the other day and uh, I sat. You know, I was rushing and kind of sat down. You know me, I'm rushing. I'm behind. Because as I mentioned, I got home on Monday and then I had shit I was going to do. And guess what I did? Nothing. Well, I did. I did something. See, this is what I talk about. Because I I equate when I talk about doing stuff. I want to be a man. As I've mentioned, I I don't know what it means to be a man, but I'm trying to be a man. I'm trying to uh, make the leap, so to speak. Because I've been a boy my whole life, in my opinion. That's why it's called the 40-year-old boy. Uh, But I still do man things. I I meet uh, my obligations, certainly, uh, most of them. Anyway, uh, but, uh, case in point, me recording this on a fucking Thursday, this isn't an obligation. This is, or this is not an obligation met. Let's put it that way. This is, obligations are to get you the fucking show early Thursday morning. Here I am recording it on a fucking Thursday. That's, that's no good for anybody. That's, you know, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say that's no bueno for any of my Spanish listeners out there who are wondering exactly how I would turn. I would call it no bueno. Uh, so anyway, we'll get to the yogurt real fast. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm running around. I get new I bring it home and I get, I get a Chibani as well. I get a strawberry banana. And I get a NUSA and that NUSA had the, they had a two compartment deal. It was two bucks, whereas the Chibani was a buck, but it was two compartments. It was like half and half. One was pineapple and one was coconut. Now look, I like pina coladas. I like getting caught in the rain. Uh, I am not into yoga, but I am into champagne. So I bring that stuff home and, uh, and I figure I'll leave it on camera for everybody. They'll be all happy for me because yay, I did what you said. You like NUSA. I'm going to join in. We're all pals. Look at us being NUSA pals. So uh Tuesday was my stream where I sat down and the thing I, I know exactly what was wrong. I got the yogurt and then I had to make two more stops. So the yogurt was not ice cold. I need ice cold yogurt, okay? I I can't I don't cuz when you have you have yogurt that's a little warm, not even warm. That's not not room temperature or warm. It's just when it's less cold, it gets runny. It gets thin. You know what I mean? Even Chobani gets thin. You got to keep it in the fridge so it can because I mean Greek yogurt is is by nature thicker. All right, I mean not as thick as a cutting board cock, but it's certainly thick enough. So I I think to myself that's how I want to eat it. It, it. it wanted it has to have the consistency of almost like a cake frosting, but without all the sugar and bullshit. So I bring the fucking noosa home and I bring the mango home, or it was uh, did I get mango. No, I got strawberry banana and the jabani, and I throw that down and I'm running around like a psychopath. I'm turning on monitors, I'm trying to get the chat room up and running and all this kind of bullshit. And then I sit down and I'm on camera. And I'm talking to people. I'm like, all right, we got to do this and we got to do that. And we got to, I, I have a chat. If, you, if you're, if you're not following me on Twitch, please do subscribe to the channel. That'd be even better. But if you want to follow that, it'd be cool because then you'll know what I'm going on. And then you can come and join me if you have time. Uh, can you hear my phone buzzing in the background? I apologize. I turned off the ringer, but the uh, fucking buzzer still goes. I, I got to learn how to use my phone. I'm 50. I'm 52 this year. Jesus fuck. You know what, man? I am. It's over. It's just over. I am, my whole life is a blinking VCR clock It it, it's not really, I mean, I sort of know things, but at the same fucking time, that's what it is. Everything. My phone's buzzing and I don't answer texts in time and I'm fucking doing this show late. And it's just, I am, I am a step fucking late all the goddamn time. And by a step, I mean a fucking parade. I am a parade late. I am 47 steps behind everybody. And it's, it's just, but it's my choice. I do. I fucking, I just sit in. I I love the sun. You know, I started doing cardio and I was excited. I was doing two, two miles a day. Uh, last, not last, before Arizona, I did like three times. I did cardio. I did two miles a day. It was, I ran six miles that week. I felt great walking outside, sweating the fucking sun in your face, the breeze. It just felt good. I went to Arizona and I didn't do a lot of exercising, but you're walking around for the games and shit like that. And I will say this, even the, the time I put in the week before I went to Arizona improved how I felt in Arizona because you're doing a lot of walking and you're walking up and downstairs to get into ballparks and shit like that. And I wasn't sore. I wasn't sweaty. Uh, I made it work. It was fucking great. And normally I've been doing this thing, you know, cause you're fucking, you weigh too much or you're whatever the fuck you just do. Just standing as a chore, man. If you're standing up and you weigh 350, 360, 400, 500, which I did, you're just fucking, you're holding up 500 pounds. That's a goddamn chore, man. Just standing in place. And then he starts sweating, standing and everybody's like, what the fuck's wrong with that guy? And I'm like, Hey man, let me climb on your back. And you tell me motherfucker, but it's my fault. I'm not blaming anybody else. But doing it two weeks ago, doing the cardio was fucking great. I got I got dove right back into it, which was fucking cool. I felt good, uh, and then Arizona, I felt good. But then I come home here, man. And it's just this. There's these bouts. It's the constant fight with my brain. It's a fucking ducau. I'm having a rowdy doubt with my goddamn brain. I'm having a fucking rangamadang. I got a fucking brawl. My brain's got boxing gloves on, and I don't. I need to put gloves on and start fighting it, because I'm so easy to just fucking lie in the hammock that my brain has co- co- created for me. I just lay in the hammock at my house and I'm just like, all right, well, we're good. So fucking. Uh, all right, so let's before I veer off into that. So Tuesday, I go get the fucking yogurt, and I go to eat it online, right? And for everybody to watch, yay! Everybody wants to see Mike put stuff in his mouth. So uh, now that's a Twitch channel. Mike puts stuff in his mouth. Uh, so I do the fucking thing where I I I open you know I open the strawberry banana first, and it's thin. I know then I've let it get to uh, too warm, too room temperature-y. So I spin it around, and you can tell when I'm, because normally when I'm spinning it, the, you know, the spoon can maybe, it has some resistance to it. But this time, it's just fucking rolling through like I'm stirring soup. And I'm fucking like, oh, man, because I don't, I don't like eating thin fucking yogurt. If I'm going to do that, I'll just drink milk. That's all thin yogurt is, milk with chunks of shit in it. Uh, and I don't want milk with chunks of shit in it, unless it's cereal. Oh, my God, if I had milk with chunks of c- uh, cereal, then I'm on board. God, I used to love cereal. I loved cereal with milk. I, would eat, I could eat a box of Fruity Pebbles in a day, every day. Box of cocoa pebbles at two like four Pop Tarts and a box of fucking fruity pebbles with my breakfast. That's why and that's why you have trouble standing still without sweating. <laughs> You're in a box of fruity pebbles and four Pop Tarts? Holy fuck. Now, of course, I had to buy uh uh like two boxes of Pop Tarts because, you know, two boxes of cereal, that's two days break. Whatever the fuck. You don't care. Nobody cares about my fat math. So uh so, yeah, but chunks of cereal with fucking milk, that's 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 on board. But anything else chunky in milk? Oh, dude, you know what I saw the other day on fucking the internet? It made me, I just, I was furious. I was fucking furious. I, I don't ever get this way, but I was. This dude poured a bunch of Oreos in a bowl and then poured like a quart of milk over it and then smashed it up with a fork and called it Oreo rice. Because it was black and white. It looked like rice. By the time he was finished smashing it, it looked like rice. He basically, you know, he had, you, know, you mash potatoes with your fork, you would smosh them. Uh, and it's, it essentially works like a mini ricer where stuff comes through because it comes through the tines, uh, coming the, like leaning in the sheaves and coming through the tines, those famous gospel songs. Coming in the tines, coming in the tines. Uh, but this dude just smashed soggy Oreos into milk and called it Oreo rice. And I wanted to fight him. Like, I want to find that fucking because I'll tell you this. Here's another thing. I don't uh, we're going to have a fight here. You and I, I'm sure Uh, Oreos and milk work when I could drink milk. I would totally drink milk with Oreos. Yes, but I would drink milk with Oreos. You do not dunk Oreos into milk because then you are just leaving Oreo silt on top of your milk. As if it were some sort of milky lake. And now you're going to fucking drink that. It's just getting warm as you dunk cookies into it. And then what are you going to do? You're going to dunk fucking 10 cookies, 10 Oreos into a glass of milk. And then what? Drink that room temperature milk at the end with a bunch of fucking silt at the top. Oh, fucking chocolate crumbs and oil slick of goddamn creamery fucking shortening. Get the fuck out of here with your dunking Oreos. Not a fan. Absolutely not. Never was. Even as a kid. Even as a fucking kid. And look, when I was a kid, yes, I would pull apart the cookies and I would lick out the cream. I would do all that and I could do that. But now, now I'm, I'm a self-contained unit. I can put an Oreo in my mouth, split it with my tongue, lick the cream out and put the fucking wafers back together. I got a talented goddamn tongue, baby. Don't kid yourself. Cookies or anything else. Watch it in action. You'll freak the fuck out. Um, cherry stems and cookies. I will fucking blow your mind. All right. So, <laughs> and anything else you want to line up in front of me? Um... But no, no, no dunking, man. You can't. And also, I have a giant mouth. So putting a whole fucking Oreo in there and moving it around, that's not a problem. I understand other people have small mouths. So they're like, ah, yeah, I got to bite my Oreos. Fuck biting. I'm not a one-bite guy. I'm, a, I'm sorry. I am a white bite, one-bite guy. I'm not a biting guy. I mean, I'll bite. my well, I'm a biting guy in other areas. But I'm not a biting fucking white. You can't. Nobody bites a cookie. You can't bite a fucking cookie. Who the fuck bites a cookie? Throw a whole cookie in your mouth and chew it up. But it's because I have a giant goddamn mouth. Uh, so, but Oreo dunking, man. Fuck that. Just because the milk afterwards, you gotta dump it in the sink. You can't drink that fucking milk. I mean, I guess if you're getting your your cookie a little soft, I and also, like people, they freeze Snickers bars and all that shit. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But I mean, you know, I freeze thin mints, I get that. I don't fuck I've Look, I got peccadillos like anybody else. But dunking shit into milk and then drinking the milk later, fuck that, dude. No way. So when you pour milk all over goddamn Oreos and you smush them the fuck up, now you've just now that's just a goddamn food rape. I don't know what the fuck you were thinking, why that was a good idea. Like whoever, because also he had like 10 cookies or 15 cookies in there. So now you got to eat that like a bowl of cereal, which I guess sort of makes sense to a certain extent, but didn't Oreos make fucking cereal? So why don't you just buy the Oreo goddamn cereal and pour milk on that and eat that fucking thing? Because that cream in the middle of the Oreos is just a goddamn shortening mix that you're just fucking getting mixed up in the milk. So then it makes it thicker and sludgier, and the fucking chocolate just doesn't fucking work the way it should when it's in the goddamn milk like that. Oh, fuck you. I hated it. I wanted to fight the fucking guy furious Uh, and look I have a lot of opinions about food and a lot of opinions on how you should eat your food but go ahead and do whatever makes you happy but if you do ever in front of me put together a bowl of Oreo rice I will fucking kick it out of your hand beat you to death let it land on your chest and I will cross your hands over it dead style and put you in your coffin so you're buried with it so nobody ever knows that you made that mistake and we'll go close fucking coffin you better believe it by the time I'm finished with you that bowl goes into the air wham bam fucking three piece in a soda throw you in a fucking box and the goddamn thing lands on your chest close box buried in the ground, never to be thought of again. Oreo fucking rice. Jesus. What is wrong with you people? What is wrong with anybody who would even consider that? I don't Again, the dunking cookies. I don't, I don't get that. People who dunk shit into anything. Now look, if you want to dunk your fries into a frosty, now we're fucking talking, baby. That's what you should be dunking. A salty into a sweet. Combine a savory into a fucking sweet. There you go. Now you're mixing things up. But a milk is just fucking neutral. It's not savory or sweet. It's not. I hope not. Anyway, if you had savory milk, holy fuck, Jesus, that that seems like it would come out of a fucking spicy cow. Fuck a spicy cow. Give me savory milk. No, thank you. I want a milk. Milk is close to cream and then ice cream and half and half. That's it's in that family. But the milk is the neutral part of that. And you start putting cookies in there. And you make sugary milk. And I know you're thinking, fuck you, Mikey, you drink. it. You did fucking cereal and you had sugary fucking liquid milk or whatever the fuck. Cocoa pebbles milk. Yes, I did. Well, that's because what that's what grown people do. That's what human beings do. Nobody dunks cookies into fucking milk and likes it. Nobody. I mean, you pretend you do because you were taught it as a kid, but I'm here to tell you right now that you've been bamboozled. You've been fooled. <sighs> this is a hell I will die on. A lot of hills to die on in this show. Why is my nose stuffed? All right, so. Uh, did you like that? as a little Westerberg for you. A little fucking uh, black diamond from the replacements. Remember, what was that? By year four? I think it was year four. No, year five. That's when we had the drumsticks and the sniff. Uh, hey, so I buy the Noosa. I come home. I put it all together. And uh, I get on camera and I'm spinning that chibani and I can see how thin it is. And so now here's what I do. This is my mistake. I will admit this is my problem. This is my fault. When I saw how thin the yogurt was in my mind, I can't tell people online because like I just said, along with the lines of eating the thing that you don't like, uh, you know, the, the luxury of biting something and going, this is gross and throwing it out. I don't, I don't have that because I still have a, a poor person's brain in that, well, you spent money on this. Like I talked about with all the tuna, the fucking envelopes and the hockey pucks and shit like that. If it's in a can, great. But I, right now I have four envelopes in there. I've got one original recipe, but I'm talking deli recipe tuna. But then I've got like a lemon pepper tuna. A, I think I have one more barbecue tuna and a ranch tuna. I can't fucking eat that. I can't. But it's in the cabinet. So right now that's what I said. Instead of I, I wanted to have food to go when I went to go shopping to fill my house with food. Uh, but Because right now i got like four hockey pucks of tuna. i got three envelopes of tuna. I got some oatmeal and that's it. That's all I got in my fucking house to eat. I got a, you know what I got in the door? Ooh, this is good. You know what I had for lunch the other day? Uh, not the other day, like two weeks ago, <laughs> maybe a month ago. I never had this. Uh, it, it was, uh, I took two hard boiled eggs and I chopped them up and I threw a can of tuna on top of them. And then I threw some pickled beets into the mix and, uh, and then I mixed that up and I ate it. Oh, it was delicious. It was damn good. That's a protein laden meal right there with no carbs. That's keto. I think. Uh, but I chewed it up and it was good, good stuff. I like pickled beets. Pickled beets had a little piquancy, if you will, a little. I like a little piquancy. That's like I said. If you you don't want savory milk, but you want piquant beets. Uh <laughs> uh So, uh I've got that tuna in the cabinet. I wanted to go and shop for stuff. Oh fuck! You talk about yogurt. Why are you getting all deviated and fucking thrown off the path? So I spin that yogurt and I know it's too thin. But oh, so that way—that was the point I was going to make. The privilege of having that tuna in the cabinet. I have to eat it. I it's. If you're a rich person, you can throw shit away that you don't like. And as a grown-up now, by myself, in my house, I can make those decisions. But also, there's a poor little kid inside of me who's just like, man, you can't throw away that tuna. You paid for that tuna. You got to eat that fucking tuna. Even if it provides you sustenance for one day, it's disgusting sustenance, but it keeps you alive for one more day because you spent $2 on that. You can't fucking dream of throwing that away. And it's, uh, I don't think that's a healthy way to be, but it's just the way I am because it's stuck inside my brain from when I was a child. We were poor. We were on food stamps. And we... we We made, I told you, powdered milk and fucking cube steak and generic bread and, oh, man, those are bad things. Those are bad things. Nobody wants to eat those things. And I keep thinking I have the terror that eventually I'm going to backslide into doing that again. You know, I've gone to the 99 cent store to try to stock up on stuff. I've done that because there's one dude, there's one a fucking block from my house. So I've gone into the 99 cent store and I, I, you know, I will never buy food in the 99 cent store. I can't. I just, I don't need a fucking hamburger helper from Indonesia. I just don't fucking need it. Um, I can't, I don't need to save 18 cents. I, I, I mean, we all do. Everyone, I guess, needs to save 18 cents, but I'll, I'll look, I'll go to the 99 cent store and I will admit I will buy dish soap. That's usually where I get my dish soap. I'll go buy that there. Uh, but, but as far as food, man, you ever walk down there and then there's like a jar of fucking artichoke hearts from Brazil. What the fuck, man? Are they, I can't, cause I can't even be sure those are artichoke hearts. They, they could be fucking goat balls, but they made them, they shaped them to look like an artichoke. Cause I heard that story. We hear that fucking story, that calamari that if you get a cheap calamari, that's frozen from somewhere, you're actually eating like pig anus or some shit like that. There was a fucking story online it, because it's got the same rubbery texture. I suppose, I mean, I wouldn't know, I haven't been told what pig anus tastes like, but in that article it said it's kind of the same texture, so they'll just chop that up into rings and they'll sell that to you, and they'll fucking, people think they're eating calamari, and I'm like, man, fuck that, I mean, I'm not buying frozen calamari anyway, I'm not making a chupino at my fucking house, if I make a chupino, I'm gonna get fresh seafood. Uh, I'm not going to buy frozen that fucking, look, the only frozen fish you should buy should have a thick breading over it. So you don't see what's inside of it. I, I don't, I open some fucking fish head covered in panko crumbs and I'll fucking fry the shit out of that or bake it in an oven. And then I'll eat it and close my eyes because I don't want to know what the fuck they fried for me over at fucking Gorton's headquarters. But if you're buying frozen calamari and dumping that into a fucking pot, you deserve what you get. You're just fucking eating pig anus, man. Back the fuck off. Uh, so I grew up as a kid who ate that kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? You get fooled. You, and, and you go to the 99 cent store to try to save money. And you're like, oh my God. It's like Fruity Pebble. And it's just, it's all, it's just what? <laughs> It's one giant pebble that fills the box and you got to chip it off with a chisel when you want a bowl. You just got to it's like eating a big wheel of cheese. You just get fruity pebble and you guys got to use a potato peeler or a fucking chisel to chip it into a bo- goddamn cuz look, fruity pebbles already looks like aquarium rocks. But if you buy fruity pebble, it's just one motherfucking multicolored goddamn pebble and you got to smash it with a goddamn diamond cutter and a fucking jeweler's loop in your eye to make sure you get a decent bowl of cereal out of it. That's fucking awesome. I actually fuck that. I'd buy fruity pebble if they had that cocoa pebble just a big fucking boulder fucking flavor with chocolate. And it's not even like Fred and Barney on there. It's like Phil and Lou. They get this fucking substitute fruity pebble with Phil and Lou on the fucking box. And they're fucking their and their partner, their fucking pet is Dino. They just pronounce it later. Like, like, no, it's not Dino. it's Dino. He's actually a dinosaur. Yeah, it's short for dinosaur. No, it's Dino. No, no, it's Dino. Phil and Lou got Dino. Fuck, man. Uh I would actually buy that. Holy shit, I just created a product that I would actually eat that I was, I was, in the beginning I was skeptical and yet I've now talked myself into it. Fruity Pebble that you have to take out of the box and chip away whatever you fuck you want off of it. That's like a big wheel of fucking cheese. Like you ever see those big wheels of fucking Parmesan or fucking Brie? That's a big wheel of fucking Fruity Pebble right there. You just chip off what the fuck you want. Just get a cheese slicer and strip it off in ribbons. Oh, that's what I want. I want ribbons of Fruity Pebble for breakfast. Let me knock that down with some fucking thick milk. Oh, you fuckers. How dare you? Why would you eat any of that garbage? Fucking thick milk with chunks floating in it and Oreo rice and fucking ribbons of Fruity Pebble. Oh, what a part of a balanced breakfast. (laughs) Along with a grapefruit. You ever see those commercials? When I was a kid, they'd have these cereal commercials for like, I mean, like the sugariest shit in the world, honeycombs actually, it literally came with a diabetic packet of insulin inside of it so you could eat it. And it's like, all right, well, I can fucking handle this. But then it would be like, they would have the commercial, like, honeycombs big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not small. No, no, no. And they'd be at the honeycomb hideout in the backyard. And then they'd be like, part of a balanced breakfast. And it would have fucking a bowl of honeycombs with two pieces of toast, a glass of orange juice, and a fucking grapefruit. Who the fuck, what kid is ever knocking down half a goddamn grapefruit for fucking breakfast? I don't know. I know adults do it because I've seen it in movies and shit like that, which I don't understand. Why the, look, we won't Grapefruit. And I guess people sprinkle sugar on it to make it fit and taste better, and I like grapefruit flavor, and I don't even mind grapefruit in salads. I've started having that when growing up. Karen made a fucking fennel grapefruit fucking salad that was badass one day. I loved it, but eating a whole fucking grapefruit or whatever the fuck for breakfast when you're eating sugary cereal. Look, let me ask you this. All right, you ever brush your teeth after drinking orange juice? Holy fuck! Or actually, let me just switch that around. You ever drink orange juice after brushing your teeth? Nobody, nobody, nobody brushes. Nobody has a glass of orange juice because "I gotta brush my teeth." Maybe on accident. But if you have ever brushed your teeth and then thought you and then had a glass of orange juice, didn't even think about it, and your mouth becomes a fucking Vietnam of your own making. Holy fuck! It just feels like a crossfire all of a sudden because you got a minty kind of a fucking buzzing. I use a cinnamony close up, so I mean, in my mouth is kind of a buzzy cinnamon taste. And then you drink the fucking orange juice, and all of a sudden there's just it's just rosemary's baby in your mouth. You want to fucking spit it out. You want to out. Vomit, everything that's fucking happened, every bad thing that ever happened in your life in the last 10 years is in your mouth at that point. You got a mouthful of toothpaste, you brush it up, and then you drink an orange juice, holy fuck, do you just want to cry? You just want to lie down and go, yeah, fuck this man. I've I've all the choices I've made in adulthood are bad. Right now, leading up to this, this is the penultimate moment of my horrible fucking adulthood. I've ruined everything for fuck's sake. The only thing I could have done worse is if I was a child and I ate half a fucking grapefruit with a bowl of fruity fucking pebbles. That's not working. So if you brush your fucking teeth and then you drink a glass of orange juice, imagine. Imagine eating half a grapefruit and then eating, drinking milk. Oh, dude. Sweet cereal with thick milk and then you eat a fucking bowl of grapefruit. That's not a balanced breakfast. That's a fucking prison sentence. That should be everybody's last meal. Fuck these guys who go, well, you know what? Can I have a burrito and then fucking four pounds of shrimp and a goddamn chocolate cake? No, fuck you, buddy. Bowl of fruity pebbles, half a grapefruit, and then we're gonna brush your teeth and pour orange juice in your mouth. You know what? We don't even need the fucking electric chair at that point. If you're gonna get shot by a firing squad or, or hung from a fucking goddamn noose, fuck all that. That's out the window. We're just gonna go ahead and brush your teeth and have you drink a gallon of orange juice. You'll be dead by the end of the experience. That's fine. It's the humane way to put these guys down. Fuck lethal injection. Unless you want to lethally inject fucking crest into their mouth and then a fucking gallon of minute made. Finished. Guy's head'll fucking explode. There you go. I solved your problem. No more Zyklon B or whatever the fuck they inject in these motherfuckers. No more wasting bullets and firing squads. No more pulling the lever and nobody's gotta think about being the executioner. You force the guy to fucking brush his teeth, and then you just pour a gallon of minute made down his throat, and that guy's fucking dead. Throw him in the box, bowl of Oreo rice on his chest, close it, put him in the ground, we forget about him forever too fuck that baby if we got to keep the death penalty i've just rearranged it so it's not it's more humane it's just more humane I go the other way. That could not be less humane. If you fucking make somebody brush their teeth and drink a gallon of orange juice, I would much rather be lethally injected. Please do me a favor. Bring the poison. Bring Freddy Krueger with the fucking five finger needles and have him bury him into my goddamn veins because I am not about to brush my fucking teeth and drink a goddamn gallon of orange juice. Woo, baby! Look at me running downhill. I used to think I was bad at this. That was like a couple hours ago. All week I thought I was bad at podcasting, and then I step back up to the goddamn microphone and I can't shut the fuck up. Look at me just talking. Wee! The fucking shackles are off. My brain has let me go ahead and run free. Yay. All right. Uh, (sighs) All right. Let's breathe. Let's take a breath here. It feels like a good spot to take a breath. A lot of outrage about cereal and yogurt. Uh, (laughs) So I come home, man, and uh, and I bring over this. I bring this fucking... uh, (laughs) <laughs> this, I bring this fucking Noosa yogurt with the Chobani. I'm spinning the Chobani, and I can see that it's thin, and I know it's not going to be good. So what I do, like I said, like I did with that fucking tin of of what of fucking, or no, the envelope, the envelope of fucking barbecue tuna, uh, I just eat it because I figure, well, we'll just power through this fucking shit. Who cares? I've had worse shit in my mouth. So, uh, so it's thin, and I could have probably drank it out of the, the, the yogurt cup. That's another thing I don't like is... Uh, If I, if I scoop up yogurt and it's dripping off of my spoon, that's, that's too thin. That is not a yogurt I want to consume. And yet, and yet, because I was on camera for everybody and we have a yogurt moment and that's right. I'm blaming everybody in the Twitch stream, especially you, Derek, uh, (laughs) anybody who's watching me, I feel like I got to go through with my stupid plan. And my stupid plan was of course, to choke down some fucking yogurt for a yogurt moment for these fine people. And I'm like, all right, well, let's share a yogurt moment with everybody. But, um, Again, as I mentioned, I had been out of town, so I didn't fill my house with any sort of grocery. So I only had one yogurt in the fridge, which was the, uh, a raspberry Faye, and I like to eat two yogurts on camera. Oh, and also, I should tell you this. I grabbed a banana. I grabbed bananas. Not a banana. I grabbed a bunch of bananas. I didn't grab a Lucy. Uh, they, have, they have Lucy bananas there, but I, I figured, yeah, I'm going to get a bunch cause I'm going to eat these over the week. So I grabbed a bunch of bananas and the two yogurts. I sit down. The yogurts are too thin. And, I got a, and the bananas, by the way, were a little green so green in fact that when i held it up on the there's a green screen behind me when i use twitch and you could see through the banana so you could you knew how much green was on the on the skin but i figured well you know what i can choke this down what the hell again like i, I have a cast iron stomach i'm a grown man i can put this away particularly being on television people need to see me eat a banana slowly uh, <laughs> so i uh, I sit down, I'm spinning the Chobani, and I can see that it's weak and thin, but yet I go, you know what, I can handle this, I've done this before. So I'm talking to people on the stream, and I'm eating the Chobani, and it's just, it's not working for me at all. I love strawberry banana now, I've come around as a kid, I liked strawberry banana, and then for years I was like, ah, strawberry banana yogurt's for fucking dullards, man, I'm gonna go fucking expansive, I'm gonna go, I want Madagascar vanilla and bullshit like that. Uh, and I've come back around to old home week, and I, I like a strawberry banana, it makes, I mean look, I don't buy a ton of strawberry banana, when I buy a bunch of yogurts, it's it's, uh, it's a mango. Here's what I like. Here's what I like. Now that you asked, thanks for asking. Mango, I like a pineapple. I like a uh a cherry pomegranate. I like a blueberry asai. I like a blood orange, uh and then I like a strawberry banana. And I like a raspberry, so you know, I, I, and I mix all of these flavors in together. And sometimes, if they have a newer flavor, I'll grab that. Chobani will have seasonal flavors. I had a pumpkin pie yogurt last year that made me want to punch a child. It was fucking awful, uh, but yet I still pursued it. I went ahead and I had one because I have you. Know, I gotta try that. If you got if they put out a new thing, I gotta try the fucking thing. Unless it's coffee. If you got a coffee yogurt, fuck you. Uh, I don't like coffee. I don't like yogurt, and quite frankly, I don't like you. Really, I'm, I'm on its surface, I don't like the guy at Chobani who invented that shit. Who's the guy who's like, hey, we gotta have a coffee flavored yogurt? Fuck you, you dick. Uh, why am I mad at him? Who knows? Probably because he's getting a promotion from fucking mixing coffee and anything. I mean, look, the pumpkin thing is, is that's a fucking thing, pumpkin spice. Everybody does that shit now. I, I'm surprised porn stars in the fall don't have a pumpkin spice cock. You know what I mean? Like, hey, my cock's pumpkin spice. Jump on it. Let's do this. Uh, although I'd eat the fuck out of a pumpkin pie pussy. Are you kidding me? Holy fuck. Dude, hold on. I just thought of something. Look, I don't mind being a Smosh guy. And I've certainly... <laughs> All right, never mind. Uh... Nobody wants to hear me get into that. Uh, and literally, I heard a shudder. There was a shudder that went through America as I started to bring that up. What else is Mike eating uh, that, off of a pussy? All right. Um, <laughs> so uh, what was I talking about? Now I'm distracted by eating pumpkin pussy. Um, yeah, and then P- I, Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. That Didn't you always think about eating pussy when you heard that uh, nursery rhyme when you were a kid? I did. Uh, but, of course, that's because when I was nine, I found fucking dirty books and I read them out loud to kids in my neighborhood. Was I nine? No, fuck that. I was seven. Holy shit. I was in Chicago. Uh, You know that story. If you don't know that by year, whatever the fuck Uh, we were in, we found in Chicago, we had an alley because alleys were a thing. We don't have any alleys in LA usually, but uh, there's an alley uh, in, in my, in in Chicago and we found a just a fucking, I'll never forget. It was like this mustard yellow bowling bag. That's what it looked like. It was just filthy. we opened it up filled with porn, filled with porn. And I mean, not just, not just fucking dirty, not playboys, man. I'm talking fucking hardcore fucking Swedish porn and shit like that. And then it also had pornographic novels, which used to be a thing. So, uh, so I so I could read at a very young age and I could read well. I mean, I if, look, anybody who watches the Twitch stream knows. Like just yesterday, I narrated a foreign film that was <laughs> that I went and saw in Grand Theft Auto 5 and people were waylaid by my talent. Or I'll read the credits. I can read I can cold read very well. So all the older kids in the neighborhood when we found the porn, they had me because they thought it was hilarious. They had a 7-year-old kid reading uh, paperbacks of filth. And I mean, I'm talking about pussies and cocks and, you know, fucking in the ass and girls blowing guys at glory holes. I'm, I'm saying all these things out loud. I don't know what the fuck they are. I can vividly remember doing it and seeing the page and reading the print, but I remember not knowing at seven years old, what it was or why the kids thought it was so fascinating. But I do remember feeling funny, seeing the porno pictures, seeing, you know, cause there was a lot of hair that I didn't have and a lot of stuff going on and like and also certainly cock's bigger than mine and they were hard and I didn't know what that meant and, and women like making faces and putting it in their mouth and you know that's a, that's a sensory overload when you're fucking seven years old man uh, and then reading this stuff out loud like I said I didn't get the concept I didn't know what it was but those books were always I mean they're just trash we ever find one of those pornographic novels it was like he ramrodded her with his steel cock and the fucking cum dripped off into a, into her belly button and she rolled it all over her nipples I mean Leo it's that kind of shit but even more pulpy I mean in this... It's just, you know, they're meant to get you off. And by the way, it, 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 I don't... I mean, you know what? I guess I do get it. Because I was going to say I don't get that because pictures would get you off. But I mean, if you could read intense stuff about a guy fucking four girls or, or, or four guys, whatever the fuck you like, then, uh, then maybe that works for you. Because I mean, I read penthouse forum letters and jerked off to those. I mean, I had literally... Fifteen pages away, there was a naked woman with split pink. I could have looked at that. I'm sure I looked at that to get hard. But then I'd read the fucking penthouse forum stuff and run off a batch, thinking about some guy fucking two girls in a classroom. I'm like, all right, let's do this, baby. Uh, not when I was seven, though. At seven years old, I was just reading shit, so I didn't know what the fucking meant. How the fuck did I spiral off into this goddamn nonsense? Why did I fucking show up here? Uh, I was talking about yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I can remember is I was talking about yogurt. and I have no fucking idea how I got into porn. Uh, oh, I, pumpkin pussy. All right. Hi. So when I was a kid, when I heard pump, Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater, I thought of porn. I thought of, of him going like eating pussy on girls because I had already read about it when I was seven fucking years old. So I knew what the fuck it was, which was, you know, obviously unhealthy or not, a, or maybe a mistake. I mean, you know, cause I still watch Sesame street. I still watch Mr. Rogers. Uh, I didn't have sexual thoughts during those shows, except for the fact when I watched Electric Company, I thought those people were naked in the silhouette. But um, but I but Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater to me just at that's just that's just a blatant fucking analogy for pussy eating, right? That's all it is. Uh and also and so, you know, <laughs> so is so are all of Aesop's fables. The Fox and the Grapes, totally about anal sex. All right. Uh, so um so I got this yogurt and I'm spinning it up. And, and so I, that's, the, that's the flavors I like. That's what I was telling you about flavors. So I had the, the flavors that I liked were here. And I'm, I'm mixing up the strawberry and the banana together, obviously. And I could have drunk, I, I drank the fucking thing. But I'm eating it and it's dripping off my spoon. And I'm, I'm, so here's the thing, what I do. I, I, like I said, I have to eat it because I can't throw it away because that's just fucking wasteful. But also if something's bad, uh, <laughs> I'll just eat it faster. Like, cause I want to get it over with. So it's like, it's like, I do that at the gym When we get to third sets, fourth sets, fifth sets of something, I'll try to fucking power through them. And John's just like, you can't. Because what we do is we'll do a bench press exercise where I'm laying on the bench and we start with the weight on my chest and I have to fucking fire up as fast as I can and then lower it, lower it, lower it for like 15 seconds, 10 seconds until it gets to my chest and then fire it up immediately. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, fire, one, two, and you're holding, but you're still holding the whole weight. So you're doing that with fucking, you know, 175 pounds and you're just fucking throwing that in the air fast, but then you're holding it as you're pulling it down, Dude, your chest will be fucking wired at the end of that. And we do like four or five sets in addition to other stuff. I'm very strong is the point I'm telling you people. So, uh, <laughs> by the time you get to the fifth set, I just, I just want it over with. So the, what I really do it with is my legs. Cause my legs are fucking, you know, crazy strong. So we'll do fucking quads or we'll do hamstrings and I'll just fucking start ramming through them. And he's like, slow down, uh, slow. Cause I, and I know I'm supposed to go slow, but after the first three, it's just boring. It's boring to lay on your stomach and do your fucking hamstrings, man. So, uh, by the third set, I'm just trying to blast through them. And he's like, dude, slow. Uh, so now I'm, you know, I'm learning and you learn learn like I've been lifting weights for fucking six years with him or five years. So I know what I'm supposed to do, but occasionally I will try to blast through it and fucking get it over with. So that's what I tried to do with the yogurt, man. I just tried to hamstring my yogurt, just fucking, just fucking chug it basically. So I'm, I'm just spooning it into my mouth, trying to get rid of it is what I was doing. I could have thrown it away. I could have, but I couldn't. There's part of my brain, the the partitioned part, that's like, dude, you can't waste this fucking money. And then there's the other part of my brain that's like, uh, this is fucking horrible. And then there's my what used to be a stomach going, uh, dude, there's not enough room down here for shit you don't like. Why are you eating shit you don't like? But in reality, I do like that. It's just it wound up in a fucking withered state. Uh, withered state yogurt, by the way, is, that was... Uh, the- <laughs> I actually still have them alive in my NCAA tourney, the Withered State Yogurt. That's my favorite nickname still in the basketball in the March Madness. Oh, they're taking on Duke Withered State. They'll be playing Texas Tech tonight. Uh, So I I powered through the Chobani and then I got to open the Noose. And Now, here's my mistake. You know, if the Chobani was already a tiny bit warmish, room temperature ish, thin, Well, I don't know the Noosa. I don't know how the Noosa reacts to alternate temperatures. The Noosa seems like something you got to keep refrigerated. Like all yogurts have to be refrigerated, but maybe the Noosa will hold its shape. I don't know. But the Noosa had, like I said, half coconut and half pineapple. Now, you're not supposed to mix the two. You're supposed to consume them separately. So I'm talking, I'm on camera, and I'm mixing up the coconut. And I can see that there's actual little pieces of shreds of coconut inside there. uh, And I'm mixing that up. So I go ahead, I power through the coconut. I start eating it. And the thing is, it's just, it's thin and sour. So basically, it's the food equivalent of Mrs. Grundy from the old Archie comics. Uh, I, I don't know what my brain thought of that, but that's what I got for you. Uh, that was thin and sour. Uh, She's just it just and I'm eating it because I'm eating the noosa. I'm on camera with the guys uh, and the ladies and I'm like, all right, let's fucking do this. They recommended it. and I want to show them that I'm doing what they say and they like it and I like it. and Let's try it. And I'm powering down this noosa just to get through it because I know I hate it. I fucking hate it. And look, I didn't, granted, I didn't give Noosa a fair chance. I, I, it was in my trunk of my car for an hour or whatever the fuck, or half an hour, and then I brought it in the house, and uh, it 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 lost all of its Noosa, all right? Uh, I, like I said, I said on the broadcast that I was eating it. I'm like, I don't, this doesn't, is this, this is the thing you guys love? So then I ate the pineapple side, and I love pineapple, man. Pineapple is my favorite flavor. I love citrusy type of flavors, except for fucking grapefruit and milk. Oh, fuck that. But if you give me, like, mangoes or... Or fucking papayas, or pineapple. Holy fuck, do I love it! It's so good. So I, I'm I'm eating this pineapple yogurt, and the yo- But the problem is the yogurt part. I mean, the pineapple is just fucking pineapple on the bottom. That's fine. You stir it up, but I'm hoping it can mask whatever the fuck's happening with the noosa, But the noosa is too fucking thin. And I'm, and I'm, so I'm eating it and there's the chunks in it. So then the pineapple chunks aren't doing their job. Instead of being pineapple, they're more chunky than pineapple. Is that like indiscriminate chunks? So now I'm just eating a sour broth with indiscriminate chunks. Like I'm in a fucking roadside stand in Thailand somewhere eating their chicken blood sausage and their fucking sour soup. I'm like, ah, if I was trying a new cuisine, I would do it. But sitting at my goddamn desk on a camera. I don't want to fucking eat fucking thin sour soup with chunks inside of it. Jesus fuck. But I'm doing it because I'm trying to power through it and I'm I'm just shoveling it in my mouth now at this point because I just want to get rid of it. Boom, 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 spoon, 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 spin, spin, stir, stir, chomp, chomp, swallow, swallow. Oh my God, what's happening? So uh, I I just, I I fight through it. I do the best I can and then I finish it, okay? And then I'm talking to people. Now we were, uh, the whole time we were waiting for, I was gonna get GTA 5 to install. I was waiting for, I I had downloaded it the night before thinking it would be fine to play. Uh, But then unfortunately it was not, (laughs) was not. I turned on the game and it said now installing and, uh, my Tuesday stream two and a half hours it took to install the game. That's not even a joke. It took two and a half hours to install. Um, so I just, I I went up hanging out and talking to jokers. Like, I mean, everybody was in this chat room. I talked to them and we, I ate yogurt and we talked, however, uh, and I love talking to people. So I mean, I'm going to do a talk stream on there occasionally where it's just not even me playing games, just me talking to people in the goddamn chat room. But the, uh, I mean, it took, it took about maybe just five minutes. Uh, oh, and also I should get, I got to tell you this. I forgot. I'm eating green banana in addition to these yogurts because I figured that will fight off it, it, because those are chunks too. And that's, I, I like a banana flavor, but you know, the flavor of green banana flavor. It's like, you're eating lawn clippings, creamy lawn clippings. That's what fucking green banana tastes like. So cause you know, bananas, are that sweet spot where they're yellow and you eat them and you're like, Oh, this is banana. e. I like banana. That's what I want. How do you want your banana to taste? Banana. e. You don't want it to taste like creamy lawn clippings because that's what happens with the green banana. It's just got that fucking, even that when you peel it, the peel's a little thicker than it should be. You know what I mean? And then it get, you get that because when you peel it, it goes, makes that noise that a little it releases a little banana evaporate into the air and you're like, you smell it and it still smells like an outside garden. You're like, oh, that's not good. It's supposed to smell like banana. So in between powering down the Noosa to kick the edge off, I'm eating green banana. So I've already powered down the strawberry Chobani. I peel the banana in between, and then I'm eating fucking Noosa and banana, alternating bites and choking it down. And uh, and all I'm doing at that point is creating a battle royale in my stomach between underdone banana and overdone yogurt. Yeah, and you would think that you get overdone and underdone, the math would tell you that you mix them together, and now you're just right. Now you got a baby bear stomach. But no, you clearly... There is no Baby Bear Stomach involved, man. You think you are because you're going, hey, this is just right. Nope. No, sir. Baby Bear Stomach. Uh, yeah, that's the name of the show, I think. I think it's going to be Baby Bear Stomach. That's fine, right? Are you okay with that? There's a lot of things I could name this fucking show, but I'm trying to power through because it it's a goddamn Thursday morning and the show is already supposed to be fucking up by now. Um, And also, by the way, I will tell you this. This is a, Here's a little peek into the window. Um... You know, I, I decided there was things I was going to talk about on the show. I was like, all right, well, I, I can get through it with this maybe. Because when when I feel that I don't I don't have it, I start to think of things I can talk about, which I usually don't. Uh, I've got to none of them. I have I have gotten to zero of them. <laughs> As a matter of fact, what are we an hour in? Jesus Christ. Uh, and this is the thing I should refer myself to whenever I think I can't do this anymore. Whenever I talk myself into some weird thing, where I'm like, ah, fuck, you don't do that. You're not. I I don't know. Uh, why is my nose stuffed i don't I don't know what it is I can't explain it my nose has still got stonehenge in it from fucking arizona that's why all right so uh so green banana and and underdone green banana and overdone yogurt you figure you get baby bear stomach but no no, they just get in there and they just and they just start throwing fucking yogurt hands, man. The fuck. And there's two yogurts. So they double team the banana, but the banana has been chopped into separate pieces and so they surround the yogurt. Uh, it's not like one big banana getting fought by a bunch of fucking yogurts. It's just like two yogurts taking on fucking 12 banana slices or whatever the fuck how many bites I took. And that's a lie. There's no way it takes me 12 bites to eat a fucking banana. I'm a one bite cookie, man. You think I'm a 12 bite banana man? <laughs> New name. Hold on. I got to write down a time code. Yes, I do. All right. Two bite banana, man. There you go. Fuck that. Uh, 12 bite, 12 bite banana, man. Jesus Christ. I can't even get it right. At least I'll go back and listen because that's how I handle things. Now I do. I talk in a one take and then I have to go back and skim through here. Like looking for like, like taking, you know what? It's like taking the skin off of a soup that's been on the fucking stove for too long. You just got to skin it off the top. Uh. I'm grossing you out with the sniffling and I apologize. I don't mean to be that guy. But also at the same time, please know like my nose isn't running. It's just like my sinuses are packed for some fucking reason. Maybe because I haven't opened a window or a door for three days. Jesus fucking Christ. Grow up. Except when I go to the gym. I go to the gym and I get outside in the sun and I'm like, this is kind of nice out here. And then I come home and I hide and take a shower. I stream, stream ends. I eat spaghetti and meatballs and hide from everybody in the world. Uh, Come for me. Somebody come get me, please. Somebody move here and save me from myself. Just do that. Cause that happened the other day. I was like, it was like, I, I, I enjoyed it. I was like, I like being alone. I don't mind it, but it was in the middle of the night and I'm listening to fucking music and I got the Spotify rolling. And I just, I started to think in March is always a rough month for me. Cause that was when, you know, cause Jill's birthday's in March and fucking that's when Karen left me in March and all that shit starts to culminate and slam together. And then you're seeing old photos and holy fuck, man, get out of your brain, climb the fuck out. Get a fucking escape hatch for fuck's sake. Dynamite the fuck out of your goddamn brain and blow a hole in it so we can all escape out the back door of this fucking jail you've carved out for yourself. And by we all, I mean me. Uh, but yeah, you guys all got to move here. That's what you got to do. We got to bring Toronto. Everybody in Toronto is coming to see me in Toronto in August and we're all hanging out. Everybody, you move to California, please? Uh, and then I say that and then my buddy Bob was in town last night and he's had dinner for me on a rooftop somewhere. He's like, hey, dude, it's a rooftop thing and we're all going. I didn't go. I didn't fucking go. I finished the stream and I was like, I'm going to record the podcast. You know what? I did nothing, man. Ate spaghetti and stared and wrote him a note saying, oh, I'm too busy. I'm not busy. I'm fucking sitting around doing nothing. The fuck out of the house. Go do something for fuck's sake. Go to a comedy show. Go drive. Do anything with the fuck. Just grab your fucking light by the reins and steer it away from the cliff. What is wrong with you? And it's not going toward a cliff. I'm not fucking ending anything. It's not bad. It's just that thing where you can't I, I, you know what? I'm a cat and my, my fucking life is a laser pointer and I'm trying to put my paw on it and fucking stop it from moving all over the fucking place and I can't, even though it's not really moving anywhere. You know what? Maybe I'm the laser pointer and, and my life is trying to step on me because I'm fucking scattered all over the goddamn place. Or am I the shepherd? <laughs> I really like to believe that, Ringo. I really would. Uh, so I got a banana battle royale going on of my stomach and I probably had, you know, I was like a four bite banana man. It's probably what I was. Because I'm I'm truly not a 12-bite banana man. That would be fucking... Who takes 12 bites out of a banana? Grow up. Open your mouth for fuck's sake. Put, put a little more than an inch in your mouth. I know if you're some, unless you're some weird fucking like homophobic dude who's like, I can't eat a banana like that. I got to nibble on it. I got news for you. you. look more gay nibbling on that banana than you do throat in the fucking thing. Throat your bananas. I'm throwing it out there right now. If you throat your banana, you don't look gay. If you nibble on it, then you'll look bad. And it look, and look. there's nothing wrong with looking gay. i am saying if you're a homophobic dude who's worried about eating a banana in public, nibbling it on it does not make you look any fucking more masculine. Uh, 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 oh, look at me taking tiny bites out of this banana. Uh, I'm certainly not gay. Uh, I'm not intimidated by holding and wrapping my hand around this five inch girth peeled banana as I shove it into my mouth and take little tiny bites. No, you know what you look like? You look like you're fucking nursing it, buddy. Don't nurse that cock fucking bury it, bury it in your fucking throat. You're not truly eating a banana unless your uvula hurts. So fucking get moving, baby. All right. So, uh, (laughs) you banana nibbler. Fuck you. Banana nibbler. Throat that banana. Be proud. Motherfucker. Grab a handful of that jungle fruit and shove it down your fucking throat. Uh, bang that uvula around with the tip of that banana and fucking make it work for yourself, baby. You're not truly enjoying a banana unless your eyes are watering. (laughs) Yeah, Oh, that's how I do it. I'm not a 12-bite banana man, man. I'm a fucking, at the most, I'm a two-bite banana man. Uh, by the way, two bite banana man, my favorite album by muddy waters. Oh, it was so great. Or was that Johnny Lee hooker? I can't remember which a boom, 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 two bite banana man. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Fuck that. Throw that banana. All right. So, so I eat this fucking green banana and a couple of fucking yogurts and everything going wrong in my stomach. And I know it, but I'm on TV. Imagine if you're an anchor man and you're like, oh man, I'm going to fucking throw up. But then you're watching and people are watching and you know you can't. You got to give that story about the Middle East or whatever the fuck. If you're talking about the Arc Triomphe being on fire and then you all of a sudden fucking vomit all over the joint, you're not going to have a job the next day. So you got to quell that stomach. You got to calm it down. You got to pretend like everything's OK, man. If your stomach's doing backflips, but you're sitting there delivering a goddamn story about a fucking dog that saved somebody from a fire and you throw up, everybody's going to think you don't like dogs and you like fire. Don't root for fire. Quell your stomach on camera, you dick. So that's what I was doing the other day. I got a bad stomach. I got fucking five bites of banana going at it with fucking two pools of yogurt, having a brawl in what used to be my stomach. I'm staring at the camera and I'm trying to talk to people. And finally, I just went, dudes, I can't even pretend I'm in agony. Like I'm in fucking agony right now. That noosa was fucking disgusting. It shouldn't even have an A. It should have an E at the end. How dare you spell this wrong? This is the fucking noose of yogurt. I'd rather hang myself than eat this fucking thing again. And then I was covering up the label on the camera. I'm like, no, you know what? It's not noosa. And I would cover up the OSA and I go, it's just, no, that's what this is. This is a big fucking bowl of no, as I was sick. Like I couldn't feel good. And, and actually my buddy, one of my buddies who I know he watched, he popped into the stream and he's like, you didn't look good. And I'm like, good. I'm glad it didn't look good. Now look, I was doing everything I could in my, my power to not look good because there's this thing I do when I get sick. Uh, and I was doing it on camera for effect, but I used to do it with Karen all the time because it would be like when I told you when I would, uh, one of the most powerful things I would do with Karen is I would I would sit with her, and I would look at her and I'd go, "Be nice to me, please be nice to me," and I would put my head like in her in her breast or on her shoulder, and she would stroke my hair and everything would be okay. Uh, but she, also, when I would be sick, I would pretend to be more sick than I was, or if I had a stomach, my stomach hurt, and I'd go, "Oh, oh, 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 oh." <laughs> Which is kind of a play on Edie McClurg from Ferris Bueller when she's like, oh, oh, oh. It's it's a it's a bit on that, but also it's a bit on me and Mike Toomey going, oh, bad stomach, oh, oh. This guy I saw in a convenience store one time with Mike. So it's kind of a combination of those. And Karen knew both of those stories, so I would just I would get sick and I'd be like, oh, 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 oh. So the other day on camera, uh, it just felt natural for me to fall right into going, oh, oh. <laughs> cause i had this bad yogurt and this banana having a goddamn throwdown in my belly and i was like oh man i couldn't i couldn't even pretend anymore so p- poor people are watching me and i'm just I'm ranting about how bad the yogurt was and these fucking bananas. And, and it's funny, in the chat room, people are ignoring me. Like, they're not even fucking, some people are commenting on it, but a lot of people are ignoring me. And I thought I was really funny. I'm like, oh, dudes, because I'm trying to be funny to salvage my life. Because if I don't be funny in that moment, I think I'm just going to fucking throw up. I'm just going to fucking launch it. And I kept saying, I I really want to throw up. I want to go throw this up so bad, but I won't. I'll tough it out, but oh, oh, oh. And then everybody's like, dude, you're wrong. Noose is great. I wish I had one right now. I'm like, don't you see my face? I look like the fucking creature from the Black Lagoon, man. I'm all fucking green and gilled up. I just can't fucking move. And they're just like, no, man, you're you're incorrect. Fat guy who enjoys food and has great taste and has been eating really good food for his whole life. You're wrong about noosa. And look, maybe I'm wrong about noosa on the whole. Maybe choosing coconut and pineapple was the wrong move. Maybe it was too sharp of a flavor. Maybe I, I got a fruity flavor. I could have done that. Or maybe it's just that it was warm and sitting on my fucking desk. I don't fucking know. Maybe it was the combination of noosa, chobani, and green banana. Maybe maybe noosa is such a stuck-up fucking yogurt. It's mad that it had to share a stomach space with chobani and they went at it. The banana might have just shown up and was a fucking bystander. Maybe the banana's a peacemaker. I chew fucking five bites banana they get down there and it's trying to break up the fight and shabani and fucking uh Nusa are going at it down there and like nobody's goddamn fucking business who knows but i do know that you guys like it and that's fine but i fucking hated it and it waylaid me man it kicked me right in the balls and unless you've been kicked in the balls by a yogurt named after a fucking suicide implementation you've <laughs> you have no way to fucking know what it feels like i was just oh oh and i kept doing that and i was funny i was ranting and stuff and people are just like we like Noosa, shut up and i'm like what the fuck man God damn it, I'm the talent. Everybody fall in line here and tell me you hate the yogurt I hate. But nope, they chose Noosa over me. Everybody in the chat room, not one person defended me. They're all like, you're wrong, man. Noosa's great. I have it for breakfast. I wish I had one right now. And then there are people like, "Mm, I'm eating yogurt right now and it's Noosa. Mm, It's so delicious. And I'm like, you sons of bitches. How dare you? How dare you turn on me? Why? 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 We're all supposed to be in this together. Can't you, you know what? Be nice to me. I should lay my head on the monitor right on the camera. I Please be nice to me. And you could all stroke my hair and everything would be fine. But no, instead you taught me and tell me about your yogurt loves. Bullshit, man. Not a fan. <sighs> so I got sick eating that yogurt on Tuesday and I did not feel good. And so then even when I signed off, because then I played GTA 5, which I had never played. And uh, here's the thing. I, I think I've told you, I get video game sick sometimes. Like my brain gets frozen because my eyes are moving too fast and all this shit, my inner ear, whatever. I don't even know how to fucking explain it. All these twists and turns and a lot of quick movements and I wind up getting nauseous and, and I start sweating. So sure enough, I'm playing GTA V and it's good in the beginning and I'm do, I'm, I'm making it work. But then... I mean, by the time we get to the second chase, I can feel it. I can feel my stomach. And I don't know if it's the yogurt talking or what the fuck, but I start sweating. It's the same feeling I've had when I watched my mom play Doom or I watched anybody play Call of Duty up close. Um, it's just a thing where my, my brain, it doesn't process it properly. Now, I know what you're thinking. Maybe if I took all the walls out of my brain and I let it work together as a unit, it would be fine. However, I don't think so. I'm not going to agree with you on that. Regardless, uh, I'm watching the show. And, uh, and I'm playing the game and I'm trying to follow along. And there's a, there's a one where you have to go back and get a motorcycle. We have to chase a guy on a motorcycle through the entire streets of Los Angeles. And then we finally knock him off the motorcycle. I have to get the motorcycle and drive it back to the dealership. And then I'm being chased by fucking people. And dude, it's just a fucking, you know, it's a chase game. That's what it is. You're killing people. You're dealing drugs. You're doing all sorts of crazy shit. And then you're, but you got to do fast, quicks and turns. Like, I will tell you this. <laughs> I tried to follow the traffic laws for a little bit while I was playing. Uh, at one point I came upon a robbery and I called a cab for the robbers cuz they're like, "Hey man, can you help us out?" I called a cab and a dude in the chat room named Satan, he comes in all the time and he's like, "Are you calling a cab? I am fucking crying right now." And I'm like, "I don't know." And he goes, "They're robbing a bank." And I'm like, "I don't fucking know. They won't get in my car." I don't know. There's there's no way to talk to people. I mean, what am I supposed to say? If I say, "Hey fellas, get in my car and I'll help you," but what I realize is if you just get in your car, they'll get in the car with you. But I called the cab twice before I realized that shit. I thought it was funny. I'm like, "All right, I'll call you fellas a cab." There's they literally the shop owner is on his knees. He's got his hands behind his head and I'm calling a cab for these motherfuckers so the cops come we're finished and then the cops of course came but I was able to elude the cops in whatever car I was fucking driving an Audi or whatever the fuck they changed all the names but it's definitely an Audi Um, and then it was like some Irish dude named Patty McAllister he's like hey call me if you want to do another robbery (laughs) my gold and he ran off he left a shillelagh in my car though so I'm sure I'll meet him later Um, but in in this chase with the motorcycle man I felt it I started to get sick like I mean I felt bad from the yogurt I didn't, I wasn't going to throw up, but I wanted to throw up cause it would just get that fucking alien being out of my goddamn body. I just wanted to fucking launch it. But later on, I actually was sick and felt like I might throw up when I was doing that final fucking chase. And in my head, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, is this the yogurt talking? Is this the game talking? Is this the game and the yogurt having an unholy alliance to fuck me up on camera in front of everybody? I don't fucking know, man. All I know is I had to, I had to end the game there. So I fucking, I finished the motorcycle chase and I finally, I, I was two thirds of the way through the motorcycle chase. and I even said out loud, this fucking chase needs to end. Like right now, I didn't tell everybody on camera that it was because if it didn't, I was going to throw up. But, uh, but finally we were able to drop the motorcycle off at the fucking, and, and here here's all that bullshit. Actually, let me tell you, I'm going to fucking give away a spoiler. We get all the way back to the dealership and I meet my guy, my accomplice in crime. And he goes, Hey man, I'm taking this bike for myself. We're not even turning it in like, what? And then he drives off. I'm like, why the fuck did I even bring it back to the guy? Because he, he made me drive it back to the dealership. So I get to the dealership. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going to keep this. And he drives off. So now I'm standing there with my dick in my hand going, what the fuck just happened, man? So instead, I went to the strip club. Now, in GTA V, you can go to a strip club. I didn't realize that. But here's where video games look. Because, I mean, I remember in the old days. The car would rock and do a bunch of nonsense. Um, things have changed a little bit in Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, you can go to a strip club and then there's a woman you can just start throwing money at her and she gets down on her hands and knees and she gives you the pussy shot. Now she's wearing a thong and a top but then a girl walks up to me she's like you want a private dance? I'm like yeah sure. It's 40 bucks. We go in the back she's topless and I mean topless. I mean nipples. I mean fucking you know basically naked and uh, and I mean this is so real. It's They've even got the scars for her tit job. I mean it's like right above her fucking nipples where they have to do that. You know the, the bad tit job you often see in strip clubs they got that. She's got the scars man. And then she's grinding on you, and then the, it's a, it's another contest. There's a bouncer watching you, but when he walks away, you're supposed to put your hands all over the stripper. And there's because there's a bar on the screen. Like I don't know, I when I play these games, I don't do any fucking research. I just jump in and start playing. So there's a bar in the bottom right hand corner, and it's like like chastity. I think was her name or whatever the fuck. So when you touch her, the like bar goes up, and it means that she's liking you or you're liking her. I don't I don't fucking know how they worked it out in the algorithm but then you can hit an X button and talk to her and flirt with her. And then and the bar goes up. So as you're touching her and flirting with her, you're, you're getting, you're bonding with her. Like I bonded with my horse in red dead redemption too. It's the same thing. You feed him some motherfucking oat cakes. You give him a fucking brush down. You say good girl. And the next thing you know, you're fucking her in a trunk of a car. Well, with this stripper, man, uh, you know, I'm, I'm touching her. And then the bouncer sees me touching her and he's like, all right, uh, you don't touch the girls or whatever the fuck. Cause he gets mad. So you have to time it to when he walks away, then you're doing it to fill the bar up. So then the dance ended and it's like, you want to continue with another dance? And I, was, I wanted to end the game, quite frankly, because I was only trying the strip club at the end. And also everybody's like, dude, you can't show the strip club on Twitch because you had banned forever. And I'm like, well, fuck, I don't, I don't I, that's ridiculous it sounds silly but also at the same time twitch is blocking out the music from the radio which is a copyright issue and i get all that i mean I, it makes sense but i just thought you played games and whatever the fuck but i mean i you know i did the strip club not i thought you know it was a mission that i had to complete because i have to figure out what the fuck it is if there's a strip club on the map you're supposed to go there for some reason right so uh so i you know i wound up leaving the strip club then i ended the game uh but I was still sick. You know, even let's put it this way. I calmed down in the in the in the champagne room. That's where I fucking <laughs> I was like, all right, my stomach calmed down. I'm feeling better about myself. And I had to end the game anyway, because we've been there for fucking five hours. So I ended it. and It was funny. People in the chat room were like, oh, you're ending right after the strip club, huh? And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, something just came up that I got to take care of, uh, <laughs> which was the, I, my way of saying, yeah, I'm going to go run off a batch to a fucking polygon. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I jerk off to fucking 100 polygons with a scar tit? Um. So sure enough, I, I fucking, I, I leave the strip club and then I, I end the stream, but then in my head, I'm like, well, all right. So then I actually, <laughs> I went back in the strip club to see what would happen. So I go back into the strip club and then it, I get another dance and then the, the, it said, get a double dance. So I thought it meant have her do a second dance. No, it brought another stripper in. So now I got two strippers dancing for me. I, I, I'm, you know, wasting whatever money I have. The bouncer leaves and I'm touching them and I'm talking to them and both their bars are filling up. And I'm gonna, Does this mean I'm going to be able to fuck both these chicks? So one girl's bar fills up and I'm just about to fill up the girl's second bar and uh, and the, the, the guy sees me. The fucking bouncer he goes, all right, that's it. And then four bouncers lift me up and throw me out of the goddamn club. I land right on my hard on out front in the cement. God damn it, it sucked. Uh, but I wanted to see, cause I didn't know, I don't know how far this goes. You know what I mean? So I wanted to check it out and at least see exactly where it went. And then of course I go on the internet and I read that, that thing about filling the bar up and you can actually take them home and fuck them. And I'm like, what the hell, man, this is a fucking video game. There are kids playing this game. I'm outraged at 52. I'm not, I don't care. Society's over. Uh, but I got through my yogurt sickness and that was important. I, I, I went ahead and fought it off. Uh, and I don't even know how the fuck I started telling you that story. Why did I even get into that fucking story? So I was talking about privilege and throwing shit away and not being able to throw food away. Well, I'll fucking just tell you. you know, then I went to uh, you know I got home. oh that's what I was fucking telling you. I got home. the whole point of this. Why this show's coming out on a Thursday? Because I paralyzed myself. I didn't do anything. I, I still haven't gone shopping. Tuesday I, I was full like I said vim and vigor. I plan to get shit done. So I got up Tuesday. And I had to do four loads of laundry. I had to fucking, you know, I had to wash some hang-ups, which, you know, you I, I, I dry, I air dry my shirts. So I, I wash a load of hang-ups and I wash a load of fucking whites. And then I wash my sheets and I change the bed sheets. You know, I'm doing my house, man. I do my dishes. Well, there were no dishes. I did them before I went to Arizona. But I get, you know, I sweep the floor, but whatever the fuck. I clean my apartment, all right, and I do some laundry. Because I got up at 9.30 because I, I readjusted my schedule in Arizona, man. I was getting up at 9.30 and I was fucking hanging out with my friends and it was totally fun. Uh, and then I was at, you know, so I'm like, all right, that's how I gotta live my life. I gotta be up by 9 30 to be in the gym by 10 or 9 to be in the gym by 9.30, whatever the fuck. I gotta make it work. So uh sure enough, man, I I, Tuesday, like I said, I was up, I was ready, I took a fucking shower. I went out and I ran errands, I did all the stuff I needed to do. I washed four loads of laundry, and uh I will tell you this, I washed the loads of laundry while I was doing stuff in my house and then I brought them in here, but I, I hung the, the shirts up, but I didn't fold the clothes. I put them on the, you know, I I have two baskets, so I got one basket with whites and sheets in it, and I had the other basket with the darks in it uh, the, the dark clothes. So I look, I know how to do laundry. Shut the fuck up. Nobody come after me. I got Tide pods. I got downy. <laughs> something <sound like> Brody. <laughs> Enjoy it. Tide pods and Downy Get the job done. Schmidt, uh, <laughs> positive push through the dark clothes, hang the shirts, air dry Schmidt best for him. Uh, so I, uh, <laughs> you got it. So I got to shut up. All right. So I, uh, I finished my laundry and I, I, I go out to run errands. I had to go bring, I had to take my recycling in, you know, cause I, I drink so much fucking bottled water. I got so many bottles and I'm going to get some cash, man, some lucre, some filthy lucre. So I go and I run those errands and that's when I got the yogurt. But I'm thinking the mistake I made was I got the yogurt first and then I had to go to the bank and then I did the fucking, uh, dropping off the, the recycling. All I was out too long with trunk of the car yogurt. God damn it but sure enough, I got home and then I had to get on the stream really fast. And then I ate the bad yogurt. And then I went, Oh, Oh, Oh. And I felt like shit the whole fucking time. And then, uh, I finished the stream and I just, I was sick from the game and I didn't feel good. I I went to the strip club and finished that last mission, whatever the fuck. And then I just felt, I just didn't feel good. And so, you know what I did? I sat down and then I sat down And uh, I went to bed because I wanted to sleep in the bed with new sheets. Oh, I love new sheets. Is there anything better when you change? I I, I had flannel sheets on the bed because it had been cold, but now it's become warm in California. So I changed it to regular sheets. And I also took a cover off the bed. I know you're wondering about that. I sleep with a top sheet and three covers. I have like a thin uh, kind of a white cotton cover, which is nice. I don't know. It's not probably not cotton, but it's nice. It's a little lacy Brady thing. Uh, but then I get a down comforter and then I got like a fuzzy cover and I, all three of those are all four of those, the top sheet and all that. I sleep under those and I, I cocoon myself, wrap myself up. Uh, I make a house. As you may know, I lift my feet up and tuck myself in. So I'm in a house and I lay there and I sleep. But now with the weather getting warm, I took the flannel sheets off, but it was ready to take them off anyway. It had been a week or whatever the fuck. And, uh, and then I put new sheets on some, some very nice, uh, I don't know, 600 thread count, possibly 800. I don't know. I'm fancy. And then, uh, and I took the down comforter off. So now we just sleep with fuzzy cover and we sleep with white cover and we sleep with top sheet and, uh, and I, again, I love sleeping in, in beds with new sheets and new linen. It's just, it's just the best. And also the laundry was done. I felt good. I felt good about it. Except like I said, Tuesday night, I finished. and I didn't feel good in my stomach. So, uh, I sat there and I read and I ate some spaghetti and meatballs about an hour later, because again, I figured, well, this will, maybe this will do it. Maybe I'm just not hungry. Maybe I'm hungry, but not really hungry. So I ate spaghetti and meatballs. And, uh, and, and then I just, I just sat there and then I finally, I wound up going to bed at like one 30 uh, and then I was up reading my phone and then I got sucked into like a trivia contest. Dude, I didn't go to bed till four twenty. 420. Four twenty-two is when I went to bed on, on Tuesday night and I had to be in the gym Wednesday morning. So I got up Wednesday and I'm like, all right, I gotta do a podcast. I got to do a live stream today. I told John, I got to be out of the gym at a certain time. He's like, I can't go until one today. Well, that gets me out of two thirty, and then I fucking, I, I come home late for the stream and I hate doing that. Uh, so I'm like, look, we got to go with like earlier than he goes. How about one? I said, great. He goes, all right, get there. Hop on the treadmill. I'll be there as soon as I can. Uh, he got there at fucking one thirty. So then we worked out, you know, we work out for a buck 15, Uh, Hour and twenty minutes or so, so then that's that's fucking two fifty. So then I leave the gym, and I had to stop and get more yogurt on the way home yesterday. Because again, I I didn't go shopping, dudes. That's what I'm saying about being a man. Tuesday I was going to be a man. I'm going to get all my chores done. I'm going to get all my shit done. I'm going to go and stream my live video games, which a man always does. (laughs) And then I'm going to go. I was going to go shopping Tuesday night. I was going to fill the house with food. Like I said, I got recipes. I got the keto book. I got other things I got to do. My friend Jason sent me a chicken recipe for the instant pot. I'm excited about these things. Taking care of my life, rebuilding, and going ahead and fucking cooking for myself. It's an exciting time time. And then Tuesday, guess who showed up? Me, old Mike, who's like, you don't want to do any of that stuff. And by the way, you're not good at any of your, your comedy stuff. Remember that? You're bad. And, uh, and so it's been a two day fucking cashier. Like I've done nothing, man. So here we are Thursday. I'm recording this show for you guys. I have to write another embarrassing note on the fucking discord and everything else and just go, Hey man, don't kill me. I'm a little late. Uh, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. goddammit. it. I'm trying to fight it off. I'm not, and I'm not miserable. I'm like, boo hoo, you suck. I know I'm great. I'm fucking awesome. It's just, I need to get a handle on things, man. And it's really hard for me to get a handle on things. I'm trying. It's 52 years of behaving like this. And then I'm, 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 it's all small incremental changes, but then I go back on them for two weeks and then you fall back into the bad habits. I need to fucking, so that's why I might need a boss or a fucking handler. You know why? I'll tell you what, right now I'm looking across the room. I'm recording at my desk. I'm looking over into my living room area in my very spacious living room area. You know what I see over there? Three loads of fucking clothes unfolded. I washed them Tuesday motherfuckers. I washed my clothes Tuesday and now I've got them and they're still sitting in baskets. I haven't matched my socks. I didn't fold my boxer briefs. They're all just sitting over there. Why? I had all day yesterday, man. Uh, Even when I finished streaming last night, I finished at like eight o'clock. I'm the guard. I get a podcast, and then I just I had more spaghetti and meatballs because I had a lot of meatballs, motherfuckers. Believe me, I had a ton of meatballs. I had to go through, so I had spaghetti and meatballs to fucking eat. And then, uh, sure enough, I got I could have folded clothes. I could have done. There's I got to write people. And this doesn't make you happy. I know this doesn't make you happy because there are people I owe texts to. There's people I owe emails to. And you're like, "Uh, motherfucker, you're sitting down eating spaghetti and meatballs, staring at clothes when you could be texting me a fucking note. I could have gone to a rooftop party last night. You know what I did? I did not. Nothing. I didn't even fold fucking clothes. Jesus Christ. What the fuck is wrong with me, man? And it's frustrating. And it's that thing where I laugh at myself. And then sometimes I'll even tear up and I go, Jesus, why aren't you doing this? Why? You know, you fucking know, man do it grab the reins so that's why I said I might need somebody a handler or a boss somebody move in here and tell me what the fuck to do in the old days they had like a manservant or a butler or some shit and granted you ordered your butler around but if you had a a trustworthy but I need a fucking Alfred I don't need a fucking Jeeves who just polishes my shoes and goes you're you're, you're the usual the Maxwell butler your usual sir I need a fucking Alfred Who tells me what the fuck to do? Who wakes me up in the morning with fucking English muffins and goddamn orange juice and then puts me in the shower and washes my balls and then fucking dresses me up in my bad armor and I go out and do whatever the fuck I got to do, man. I need somebody to fucking. So I'm hiring. That's my point. I'm hiring. Who the fuck wants to move in with me? Who wants to be a fucking manservant? Who wants to be my fucking my Friday? I need a guy Friday. Or a gal Friday. I need a gal Friday. I need a personal assistant who can come in and do all the shit that makes me do the things I'm supposed to fucking do. Now, look, I recognize this is bullshit. And as a grown man, I should do my own things. And this is me just kicking the can down the road. But also, am I kind of looking for a companionship for somebody to hang out with? Yeah, because I was in Arizona with my friends last week, and it was the fucking greatest. I had a fantastic time in Arizona with my friends. We did fuck all. We just did nothing. We just, we... We got to town, you know, I got to town on Wednesday in Arizona. I was in town Wednesday with, uh, with, uh, and I went to dinner. I went and saw my friends, Justin and Mary, who are fucking fabulous. And I went to their house. They invited me to stay at their house. to get their dogs, Funchus and Mookie, who I fucking love. Uh, and I'm petting their dogs and getting dog hair all over me. And I didn't fucking care. That's nothing thing that's changed about me, man. 10 years ago, I don't want to pet your dog. I'll be nice to it, but I don't want to get near it. Now all I want to do is fucking, I just want to fucking hug a dog forever. That's all I want to do. It's weird how my life has changed so much, uh, in, I was going to say 10 years, but actually more like 5 or 6 years. In the last 5 or 6 years, things have changed a lot. Now, I'm making some improvements certainly in the behavior thing, but it's not enough. I backslide and all that shit kind of happens. But as far as like myself and the things that I want, you know what I mean? Like I I you know, I truly thought I'd be with Jill forever. Well, that didn't fucking happen. So now I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I can't say the word forever because I don't know nothing lasts forever. I don't know what the fuck anything's going to be. You know what I mean? If I, even if I got a dog, that's going to die someday. Even if it outlives me, then I fucking die. So that sucks and I leave a dog alone. That would be terrible. Uh I had a fridge die on me. I had a, you know <laughs> I got all sorts of stuff. Nothing lasts forever. So you get in your brain, you're like I said, I've always got that, that that small bracket of how much time I got left. So I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this, and then I hide for three days and do a, don't do a fucking thing. So I need somebody to come here and just jam their spurs into my ass and tell me to get fucking moving, baby. Riding crop. I I because I wrote it on the Discord and our Kiki, a listener to the show, she's a, a friend of mine. She's like, Hey man, could that person keep you in line with the riding crop? Just asking. And I'm like, you know what? You got a better chance of that riding crop making me do a lot more than fucking stay in line i'll be honest um but yeah i just uh i don't know i don't know because i mean that's why i created the fit brigade was so i could be someone who's who was accountable to people but you're not accountable to anybody until you're accountable to yourself as we know as i've talked about a million fucking times and that's the thing is i don't want this to turn into this every week even though it seems like it does where it's some weird drama where i'm like well i can't do this and i haven't done that and boohoo and what the fuck and it's not boohoo it's not i'm not whining or crying i'm just saying it as fact i need to fucking do something about it and snap the fuck out of it baby in Arizona, dude, that's all I want to do. We went to Arizona. So I saw Justin and Mary and then Goble fucking Paul Goble and his wife, Brooke. We all went to a place called culinary dropout for dinner. Uh, and I didn't know where I was going to stay. And I asked Paul if I could stay at it. Cause I had to ask cause Paul didn't offer last time he offered. And then I had to kind of ask Paul cause I was like, Hey man, cause I had no idea where I was going. And, uh, our buddy Zach, who I didn't connect with, I'm so pissed. I didn't connect with Zach when I was in Arizona, but I just didn't have the time. I had one day with, like I said, Justin, Mary, Paul, I should have invited Zach to dinner is what I should have done. Um, but we all went to Culinary Dropout. We had a, we had a really good dinner. We had fun. Uh, And Mary and Mary asked me if I I could stay with them. Like she reached out because I said, hey, I'm going to get an Airbnb because Paul said no, because I asked Paul because he has he had his uh, in-law, his dad, his father-in-law was there and he had no room. So I'm like, all right, so I'll get an Airbnb. And then, of course, then I go to look for those. And There's like, hey, thirty five dollar Airbnb. And I open it up and they're like, but the cleaning fee and then the the, the light key and then the key fee and then the electric fee and then the water fee. It's seventy one dollars. I'm like, well, just fucking list it at the price you're going to charge, please. There's no cleaning fee. I'm there for one day. Yeah, you got to change the sheets. That's worth fucking 15 bucks. Get the fuck out of here with your nonsense. Airbnb, Uber and Lyft. Everything's going on the fucking toilet. This fucking ridiculous gig economy lets people set their own prices or or let a company slash fucking rates by 25% and fuck the drivers. Fuck that, man. Give jobs back to people, you fucks. So, uh, and quit renting out your mailbox as a one-bedroom space. Jesus, fuck you, dick. Nobody wants to sleep in your linen closet so you can make 11 bucks. Uh, <laughs> so, so Mary was nice. She was like, we well, can stay with us, but we don't really have a room. We've got an office with a bed in it that I will, I'll crash in if I'm working late. And I'm like, well, you're super nice. It was a futon even. And, uh, and so then I get there and I, I visit Justin and Mary, I'm petting the dogs. We go meet Paul and Brooke for dinner. We have a fucking great time. It's good to see Paul. He's happy. He's hosting a game show thing that he does and And it's, that's his fucking element. That's his strength. Comedy and game shows. He combined them and he made him into a fucking show that he does at this goddamn place in Phoenix. Good for him. Fuck fuck. You know, I, I'm happy for Paul. I want him to be happy. He's a good guy. He helped me out. And it's a, it's a couple of times that I really needed it when, when other people could not, he stepped up for me when he also could not, but he still made sure he did so uh so Paul and Brooke and good to see Brooke too she's on her fucking sabbatical she's learning about art she's she's just fucking painting and just and expressing herself and I love it I love to see people enjoying themselves and living to their capacities that's what they should be doing so good for Paul and good for Brooke and good for Justin and good for Mary Justin's been here a few times I told you I went to dinner one time I recorded in a hotel room with him uh, just a good guy and a, and a great friend and married too. just fabulous people and really nice. They reached out. They let me stay at their place on Wednesday after culinary dropout. Um, I stayed up taking all, you know, talking all night with Justin and then I wound up, I didn't crash until fucking like two thirty, Um, and then she had to wake me up at six because she works in the office at 6am. She has to be online and she goes, you can go sleep on the couch. Well, I mean, I went to bed at two thirty, three o'clock. She woke me up at six. And by the way, the most comfortable futon I've ever been on. She's even like, it's really lumpy. I don't know if it's going to be dude. I was I mean, I was tired from traveling, but at the same time, super comfortable. And I was just fucking out, man. I laid my head down on the pillows and I was gone. And I slept a solid three, three hour chunk normally. And that's a good sleep. Sometimes if you get three hours, it's kind of shitty sleep. You'll feel it. But I slept like a fucking rock, man. So then I got up and I went to the couch and I was going to just sit there and do stuff. But Then I remembered <laughs> I sat on the couch, I'm like, all right, I'll sleep until I get to get a shower. My buddy Eric's picking me up at eight thirty. Uh, or 9.30, he's picking up at 9.30, I think. So I fucking, I sit on the couch and then I went, oh fuck, I haven't even filled up my NCAA bracket yet. And I needed to fill up my NCAA bracket because it was uh, part of a competition we had at the house in Arizona. Now I know what you're thinking to yourself, a competition. How could you have a competition among friends? Well, that's what we do. Did you just do a pool Mike? No, no, I didn't just do a pool with my friends. Folks, uh, the house we stay in in Arizona has a, uh, hmm, how do I explain it? It's a, it's a palace for me. I mean, it's like I said, it's got that kitchen island. It's a big cutting board. It's got like five bedrooms. The bedroom I get is a master bedroom. That's got its own bathroom. Uh, There's these big leather couch sectionals. There's a giant TV on the wall. And more importantly, there's a pool and a hot tub out in the back. But also there's a, uh, there's an AstroTurf putting green outside off the backyard. There's a ping pong table in the garage, all of these things that they had last year, we saw them. We were like, we're, we didn't really put them together. They had a dartboard. We're like, we got to do something with these. So then last year when we left Arizona, uh, I was made the food and beverage coordinator. We, you know, Mex put together an executive board of all the people who go out there, and uh, Jimmy O, my buddy Jimmy O, was made the uh, the entertainment and gaming coordinator. Well, I took my job fucking seriously as the beverage guy, food and beverage guy. I made a I, I found I found restaurants. I gave the guys a list of like 20 restaurants. They wanted to pare down. And uh, they, and that's hard as fuck because they were all like I think I took, talked about last week. They're all like, I'm in for whatever. So I just made some some choices. We decided we were only going to eat out one day. we were going to cook most of the time at home because we'd have a bunch of leftover food like we did last year. So uh, I ordered a bunch. i ordered, a, dude, when I say a bunch, I mean, I ordered a fuck ton of groceries because I gave a grocery list to Dennis and he just he I said, add anything you need to. But dudes, I, uh, I, you know, groceries look different on paper than they do in person. Let's just go ahead and say, say that because when you say two pounds of green peppers uh, and then you get there and you see two pounds of green peppers basically fill the entire crisper drawer along with two pounds of Brussels sprouts. And uh, uh, I think I ordered like 10 Vidalia onions and then I needed three white onions for what I was going to cook. And I ordered um, no less than 10 bags of chips. I ordered four bags of potato chips, four bags of Doritos. I ordered three bags of Tostitos. Uh, I got five avocados in case we wanted to make a flash guac. I got five dozen eggs. I mean, this is this is eight nine guys in a house for five days, and I got five dozen eggs. I needed one for a recipe as well. But uh, you know, I didn't even. I ordered. I ordered good bread, and it was funny. I ordered all this stuff, and then the thing is, they they send the person at the grocery store. They send a kid to buy everything. So I show up, and uh, you know, I needed veal for my meatballs. I needed. I needed pork. I needed beef. All this stuff. Uh, I needed parsley. And the kid bought curly parsley, like you get in your fucking restaurant. I need flat parsley, dude. But the thing is, I got to, I make the list and I was very specific about stuff. I was like, I need uh, you know, mustard, nothing generic, no store brand. I, you know, I want a spicy brown mustard, no gray Poupon. Um, you know, I tried to be as specific as I could, but I still wasn't specific enough because I said parsley. And when I think parsley, you know, you eat flat parsley. That's what goes into food. Not curly fucking parsley that comes with an orange slice at Denny's. Fuck that, man. But this kid bought curly parsley from a meatballs. I'm like, well, fuck, I got to make it work. Uh, he also bought, because I even wrote no salt and vinegar chips. He bought two bags of salt and vinegar chips. And I'm like, you cause last year that's all Dennis bought. He bought three bags of salt and vinegar chips and like one bag of Doritos. Dude, I bought fucking three things of chunky chips. Ahoy. I bought three things of Oreos. I had a fuck ton of food, man. I bought a, I had two bunches of bananas and everybody's like, why did you get all this fucking food? I go, cause you never know if you're hungry, you grab a banana There you grab. I didn't buy any yogurt, thankfully, but I bought the fucking cookies because last year we ate all the cookies this year. You know what we did? We ate all the fucking cookies and bought more cookies. We also bought pizzas. We went fucking off, dude. It was fucking because you know what? It's just a Bacchanal. I mean, it's just you can just do whatever the fuck you want, baby. It's, it's just it's just eight or nine guys turned loose to fucking hang out, bust balls, play games, watch basketball and eat. It was fucking great. And I, that's what I want my life to be at the end. That's I, I even now I would do it now. I mean, they all have lives and fucking and responsibilities and wives and shit like that. Well, eventually when all of their wives divorced them, I said, look, we're buying this house, guys, just get used to the idea. We're buying this fucking house. We're going to live here together. This is going to fucking work. I would, I would do that every day. I, I loved hanging out with my friends. I think I told you before I thought of going on a hunting trip with my friends, but it wasn't about hunting. It was about sitting in the fucking cabin and playing poker and laughing. That's all I wanted to fucking do. So we get to the house and like I said, they got all these recreational things. Well, I, I went crazy with the fucking buy of the food. I bought, I bought beef. I bought steaks. I bought fucking, cause I was going to make a summer salad for everybody. So I bought cucumbers and fucking dill. And I bought, I, I wrote fresh dill, fresh rosemary, fresh, this, you know, fresh oregano. I, you know, I needed all that shit for what I was making. Cause I make real fucking food, man. And, uh, and so on, on Friday we get there and, and it turns out fucking Jimmy O has put together an Olympiad. Of all of the recreational activities that we have at the house. What a fucking genius. He puts together an Olympiad. And look, I know what you're thinking is, well, what is it, the UN of Evil Olympiad? Do you all represent different countries? No, man, fuck that. We transcend that. We transcend countries. We're all one unit. So, you know what we played? This is what we called it. This is what we named it. We came up with a name and it fits. We played the TARD games. We fucking lined up the TARD games and we played them over the course of fucking four days and we determined a goddamn winner. Now, I know what you're thinking here. Don't fucking get it twisted. Don't think TARD Games. Think, oh, you fucking guys, whatever. No, dudes, TARD is an acronym. Max came up with TARD Game. He came up with the acronym Totally Awesome Recreational Dudes. Boom! And it was the TARD Tournament, baby. The TARD Games. The Totally Awesome Recreational Dudes competing. Competing in ping pong. Competing in poker. Competing in your NCAA tournament pool. Competing in... Billiards competing in horse because it has a fucking basketball court at this house competing in golf horse where you got to make stupid fucking golf shots on the putting green and also competing in. And I don't know what you call it in your part of the world. I would call it cornhole, but I guess they call it bags in some places because cornhole makes them giggle because they think it's an anal sex competition. Now I'll tell you this. We discussed having an anal sex competition. It was voted down five to four and I don't blame them. However, We did play bags in the backyard. So we had tournaments set up and it was me and Jimmy O and the big guy and Ock and Woj and Eric and Mex and, uh, and I'm losing somebody who the fuck else was there. Uh, whoa, fucking Woj! There you go. So, uh, yeah, we had eight dudes basically all the time. There's only like six of us in the house In the house, it was me, Jimmy O Woj, Dennis, big guy, me, Jimmy O Woj, Dennis, big guy, Mex. And then Ock and Eric live in Arizona, so they joined in. We had a couple of guys from last year, Kenny and Chris, who had to back out. But, uh, and I'll think about that. By the way, I bought the groceries thinking of 10 dudes. And I don't know I I, don't know, I was thinking of 10 dudes or even 12 dudes. but well, there was eight dudes. And uh, two of them didn't eat dinner, or one of them didn't eat dinner with us sometimes. So I'm like, I just bought all this fucking food, man. It was crazy. Uh, I picture this poor kid just rolling up with 47 bags of groceries going, I hate these guys. I hate these fucking dudes. But we played ping pong. We played horse. Like I said, we had, we had the Tard games. And fucking Jimmy O had a bracket. There were point levels. You could, if you finished in the top three in any event, you got certain points and you're working your way to a medal in the TARD games. Uh, Now, I know what you're thinking to yourself. Where did I finish in all of these games? I'll tell you this. In uh, bags slash cornhole. Uh, We got home Friday night after being out. Uh, Oh, well, let me tell you about Friday. We got up Friday. And uh, we want to go to a Sox Angels game, which was fucking fantastic. And I, you know, I can see Mike Trout anytime I want if I want to make the drive to Anaheim. But the other guys don't get to see Trout very often unless he comes to town to play the Sox or the Cubs. So they were excited to see Mike Trout. He had just signed his big contract. And uh, first bat, first at bat, first inning, hits a three-run fucking homer. It was gorgeous. It's like exactly what you would want in, to see Mike Trout do. You're like, oh, fuck. If he makes a great defensive play, too, fucking perfect. But you want to see him do something spectacular? And he fucking just laser-beamed a goddamn home run to left field. It was gorgeous, so I, I was happy the guys got to see that. And after Friday, we went uh, we went out. I had picked a restaurant called Crujiente, C R U J I E N T E. If you want to look it up on the web, in Phoenix, uh fancy taco house, man. And they had fucking lamb tacos, they had shrimp tacos, fish tacos, I mean, and but fancy, like fucking. They had a thirty five uh, hour aged ribeye or fucking wagyu fucking cap. Uh, they had a carrot cake taco for dessert, all tacos, all homemade tortillas. And we went to this joint. We just fucking drank and ate like motherfuckers. I, our bill was like 400 bucks, but it was just, it was awesome to just call your shot and just get fucking ceviche and get fucking homemade queso and get some salsas, homemade chips, dude. It was fucking fantastic. So we ate there at Crujiente. We get back to the house on Friday night and it's dark and I walk in the backyard and there's the cornhole set up the bags. And I look at Jimmy, I go, this is the only fucking shot I'm making this. I, I, I said, this is the only shot I'm throwing this week. So I'm going to make it a good one. And I fucking swished it. I fucking threw a cornhole bag in the air and fucking swished it. Only only shot of the weekend, I said. And Jimmy O just fucking died laughing. We go inside. He's like, Schmitter just fucking buried his only cornhole shot of the week. Oh, man, it goes unbelievable. Should have seen Schmitter. Uh, that's my Jimmy O. Oh, man, Schmitter just fucking buried his only cornhole shot. It was fucking awesome. Uh, so we go inside and we hang out and we just watch games and we laugh and we talk and we're fucking busting balls. It was so perfect. And then the TARD game started on Saturday with round robin tournaments and i will tell you this we played bags and cornhole i know i wasn't going to p- compete because I'd, I'd already made the one shot i thought i was going to make right so uh i said fuck that I, I can't i can't do no more as our friend paulie or no fucking barry sobel would say uh confused barry sobel and paulie shore all the goddamn time i was but I, I can't do no more i couldn't but it's then i said fuck this i'll go compete i saw how good i was so in the first round i got fucking evil dennis and uh I grabbed my, I grabbed the bags. I'm like, all right, we going to, we do a thing to fucking see how we're, and he's like, ah, you can go first or whatever. I go, all right, fine. I go, dude, I warn you. And I, I, uh, (laughs) I, I wanted to throw a sky high bag, like really like fucking 15 feet in the air and have it just land on the board. I was just like, fuck this man. Just like a softball pitch, a 12 inch softball pitch. So I was like, all right, dude, I fucking, I, and I just, I whipped it in the air and it came down and it landed in the gutter of the house on the roof. And it just—it was that thing where you just throw it in the air and you just hear "smack." It just lands on the fucking roof, <laughs> and then you just hear fucking Dennis just start his fucking ridiculous laugh. And I go, "Ah, oh, that's probably that's 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 a little rough." And uh, and Jimmy O just goes, "Dudes!" So of course it would have been my humiliation with just Jimmy and, and Dennis there. But of course he has the fucking Jimmy. Oh man, you're not gonna believe it. Schmitter just landed one on the roof. His first bag shot of the fucking game. And, uh, and so I fucking, I reached up and I took it off the roof cause it was at the low point, thankfully at the apex. I didn't throw it all the way up on the roof. I'm not fucking tossing a pizza in fucking New Mexico. I'm landing a bag on the fucking near the gutter. And then, uh, my cockiness quickly evaporated as it turns out that Dennis, uh, was, was for some reason really good at bags. <laughs> I mean, not even not even that I was bad. I mean I, I certainly didn't perform well, but the rules of bags, even if you land on the board, if the other guy gets one on the board, it neutralizes yours. So you're trying to score more points than you can neutralize, whatever the fuck. Uh, I lost bags, 24, nothing. And it was and it was 21 nothing. it was 20 to nothing, and then I had a point coming and I knocked my one point on myself. I accidentally knocked my own point off the board and then Dennis, for good measure, swished his last shot. So it went from 20 to 24 in a blink. I got fucking smoked in bags. So I finished last in that. Uh, The NCAA tour. Oh, so who won bags? I think uh, think Eric won bags, if I remember correctly. I don't don't have a lot of the results. I have my results for you because I know you're not. Nobody gives a fuck what anybody else did. This is my show. I'm the talent. (laughs) Uh, We played NCAA tourney. We had our pool. And I believe Woj won it on the last game of the weekend because we didn't play the whole pool for the tourney. Uh, we played just the games that we were there for on the weekend. And UC Irvine determined it. And he and Max were the last two guys. And then he wound up winning it because uh, Mex had Irvine and he had Oregon. So the turn, he went to Woj. Uh, we played ping pong. And I haven't played ping pong in 25 years. And that's that's light. Uh, I played Mex in the first round. He beat my ass 21-16. And he moved on. Uh, we played golf horse. So it was me against Jimmy O. Or no, me against Mike. Uh, me against Dennis against Mechs. Oh, no. Ock, no, right? Me, me, Mechs and Ak and Dennis. Maybe it was a four-man tournament. Yeah, because then it was Eric, Jimmy O, Ock. Yeah, it was, all right. That's, I, I think that's how we did it. It doesn't matter. I fucking lost. I couldn't make a shot. I, I made uh, dumb shots. Like I lined up 12 golf balls all next to one another, and then I putted a golf ball into the first one to knock the other one into the hole because it was right next to it. But everybody made that one. Then I invented the alley-oop golf shot where you putted... Uh, and then you tried to run it down and tap it into the cup on the other side. Now I never made one, but then Dennis fucking, he dined out on that the rest of the goddamn time. And he would set up like weird goalposts to tap it between them and shit like that. He was fucking dominating in the Tard games. Uh, Den was looking good in golf. So I think I, I, you know, he beat me. They beat my ass. I fucking finished last in golf. I finished last in bags. I finished like fifth in the NCAA tournament. Uh, in poker, I finished last. Now you're thinking, Mike, you play poker all the time. It was a hold'em tournament and the big guy can't be bluffed. The big guy just kept fucking whaling and I had, dude, I had Ace King and the big guy keeps betting into me and shit like that. And then, uh, and so was fucking Eric. He's betting into me. He, and then if he flips his cards, he's got Ace King, but he had the nut flush that he got on the fucking, on the river. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I lost. And then I went all in and the big guy kept betting me with a jack. He had a fucking Jack, but I was the last, I was the first guy eliminated and then it was funny i went into my room and i'm on my computer and jimmy comes out and he's he, comes, he goes hey man uh he goes tough beat i'm like i played that right didn't I?" because jimmy plays poker he plays tournaments he goes yeah what are you gonna do uh, you know fucking eric had the ace he had the nut flush nothing you can do about it i go yeah and he, he had ace king and i had ace king i got beat on that i go but when i go all in why is the big guy pressing me with a jack and he even looked at me he's he oh, i gotta stay in you gotta stay in with a jack but he did and then he had a jack on the goddamn river and he won the fucking thing and knocked me out uh but I played it right. That's all you can do in poker. So I lost in poker. I finished last in poker. I finished last in bags. I finished like fourth in the end the tournament. I finished last in ping pong. I finished last in golf, horse. But I I took the fucking gold in the Tard games and pool and billiards. You're goddamn right, I did. Now is it because Dennis scratched on the eight ball and Mex knocked the eight ball in in his fucking tournament in the finals? Yes, but I don't give a fuck. That's a gold medal, baby. Give me the golden tard. And then. Uh, we played horse outside and it was me, Max and Jimmy O and Craig had already won his heat. So the winner had to play Craig in the finals, uh, the big guy. And then, and I dominated Mex and fucking Jimmy O in horse. And afterwards, Max is like, oh, you know, I should have, I should have done this. I should have done that. And I'm like, yeah, you should have. Cause you lost. <laughs> Take that buddy. Uh, because I have a, here's something I, I can palm a basketball. So like my first shot, I palmed it and then I shot one handed, but I didn't call it. And uh, and guys are like you can't call palming because we can't palm the ball. And I'm like, all right. But then I would call one handed shots like all over the court because I, that's how I shoot is one handed because I never learned how to shoot a two handed jump shot. So when we would play with the smaller ball, I could palm it off the dribble at the at the L dome and I would fucking hit one handed shots. So uh so I fucking schooled Jimmy O and Dave, and I, and and a lot of that was because. Uh, <laughs> David, David had Jimmy O after him. So he wasn't putting me out with any shots, but then I was able to fucking eliminate him, which was fine with me because one handed shots again, it's, it's, I mean, I would hit one handed jumpers from like 20, not even 20 feet, 15 feet, maybe whatever the fuck. Uh, so it was me and the big guy. And we went into the fucking, uh, we went into horse uh, on Sunday and, uh, we had, you know, you get a free throw for the first shot. It was a crucial. I hit the free throw because I had to hit the free throw to get the first shot. So I could start doing my one handed magic. Uh, didn't hit the free throw and Craig, the big guy. Who, despite the fact ha- having a blood type that is tombstone pizza sauce, uh, <laughs> he's really good at these games. He's that bar dude who's like really good at darts and fucking euchre and ping pong and all that shit. He dominated. He dominated the Tard games. Fucking big guy vaporized me in horse. Now, look, he's much better than me in basketball anyway. He's been playing since he was in high school. He still plays in rec leagues and shit. He's that 52-year-old guy who hits two-handed set shots and calls game. You know what I mean? He's just really good. He can hit fucking turnaround jumpers and little sky hooks and shit. The old man crafty stuff. And I'm just trying to hit one-handed jumpers to stay the fuck alive. But he's any... Look, with me, you hit a turnaround jumper, I'm dead. Because if I do a turnaround jumper, I'm going to fall down and break something. So I was trying to keep up, but he beat me. This is not a joke. He beat me in 90 seconds. He hit his first four fucking shots and we didn't play horse. We played, we, we played dunk. I think we played goon. We, you know, we took a letter off because otherwise you were because three guys are playing. It was a time limit, but Jimmy had the fucking bracket and it rolled down. So I think, I think big guy was the overall champion of the fucking Tard games, baby. So he is truly the totally awesome recreational dude. The rest of us are all just trying to catch up on next year. Uh, but we had the greatest time, dudes. We went to that fucking taco joint Saturday. We grilled. We went to the fucking Cubs Rockies game. Uh, I bought a peanut butter and jelly bacon burger that they had at the fucking stand, which is good. Sunday, we cooked. Uh, you know, we finished all the tarred games. We watched games that I cooked. You know, I, I made a summer salad the first night when we had steak. And it was a little onion, some celery, some celery leaves, some fucking cucumber, and you make a dressing with a sour cream, some lemon, some oil, a little salt and pepper, a little garlic. I mean, it was fucking delicious. I was proud of myself. And and again, it just, it gave me confidence because I go, I can go home and do this for myself. You can make a fucking salad. I just never do because I don't put the time into it. But when I wanted to do it for them, I wanted to impress them. I wanted them to tell me my summer salad was good. I wanted to contribute. I wanted to be part of it. I wanted them to like it and me. I know that sounds ridiculous. um, But that's why I would cook for Jill. Like I loved her so much and I wanted to just fucking, I made carnitas and I made fucking tortillas soup. I wanted it there waiting for her when she got home. I just fucking, that's love to me. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a Jewish grandma. Maybe I'm an old school Jewish grandma. Maybe I'm your bubbla. That's who I am. Look at me. I, I'm the 40 year old bubbla. That's who I am for fuck's sake. Don't fucking look at me as anything but that from now on, I'm the 40 year old bubbla. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and I'll make you a soup that'll fucking make you love me. God damn it. So then Sunday I cooked, I made meatballs and red sauce, homemade red sauce. It's a simple recipe. I did it last time we were there two years ago. And then I made meatballs, homemade meatballs that I have a fucking recipe for. And, uh, you know, and and it's by that time, Craig had flown home. The big guy had flown home. Ock wasn't coming to dinner. He wasn't coming to dinner. So it's just me, Woj, Mex, uh, Evil Dennis, and Jimmy O. And, uh, and you know, we, we also had a four pound salmon in the fridge <laughs> that we hadn't even opened. So we cut the fucking salmon. We're trying to get rid of all the leftovers, man. We cut the fucking salmon into flays. And Dennis and Woj, they fucking bred it with crushed Doritos and dill. Just rolled it around in some nacho cheese, Doritos, and dill to make a crust on it to go put on the open grill. Uh, Woj grilled the meat. He cooked all the old leftover steaks, all the bratwurst, all the Italian sausage. I ordered so much fucking food, dudes. And then I made homemade meatballs. Fucking, you, you fry them up and get them all fucking, get a crust on them. Then you put them in the oven. In You cook them in the fucking red sauce. So then there's, because there's uh, there's a pancetta in the fucking meatballs, pancetta or bacon. I use pancetta this time. And so then the meat, the, you know, it all, the fucking fat dissolves. It's just fucking, dude, it's so delicious so uh, I I made the meatballs and then we just we feasted on those but we didn't of course we didn't finish them so in the morning we're all bailing to go in our flights and I'm like I can't throw these meatballs away who wants them nobody wanted to take them so I said fuck it you know what I normally throw shit away but I can't do this these are this is veal and pancetta these are fucking meatballs baby so I fucking threw them in a freezer bag and then put that in a freezer bag and then put that in foil and then wrap that in foil and I put them in my suitcase I said fuck this I'm flying home with fucking meatballs Uh, so then I get to the airport After a fucking amazing weekend that was goddamn great. Craig brought home the tarred gold. It was just fucking beautiful. And I can't wait to do it again next year. And I want to do it three times a fucking year. And I just want to move in with all those dudes. Fuck it. Let's do it and laugh. Uh, Because otherwise, then I come home here and I sit in my apartment. I stare at loads of laundry that I haven't fucking folded. and I think, God, I could probably make some meatballs or play the tarred games. You know, maybe if I made laundry folding a tarred event, I would go ahead and do it. Uh, But then I, I got, you know, I get to the airport. I go through security and they flag me. And the fucking security guy pulls me over. He goes, "All right, looks like you got a big something here." I go, "It's meatballs." He goes, "What?" I go, "It's meatballs." He goes, "Really?" And I and he opens the bag and he and it's a big foil package. I go, "I'm serious. It's it's meatballs. I made them over the weekend." He goes, "I have never seen this. In in I've been doing this 11 years." I go, "Great." It's but I promise it's meatballs. And he goes, "Hold on." And he calls two more people over, like a guy and a chick, and they come over to look at it. And he goes, uh, "All right, well, we're going to open it." I go, "Go ahead." I go, but it's you know, it's two layers of foil and two freezer bags. So sure enough, he opens the layer. and I will tell you, this, I'm glad I told him it was meatballs because there was some sauce on the fucking foils. It looks like blood, of course, uh, on the inside foil, not on the outside foil. I wouldn't put it in my suitcase if there was blood on the outside foil. I'm not an animal. So he unfolds that. He unfolds this. He opens the fucking bag and he, he looks. He didn't. He didn't go all the way in. And uh, he was. He was. I was like, I offered to take a bite. You know, and he goes, no, we're good. That's fine. And, uh, and we wrapped it up and go to put it away. And, uh, he goes, at least they're not explosive. And because I, apparently I, I just, I don't even know why I said it. I mean, it's just me and him. And he's like, at least they were, they're not explosive. And I said, well, not before you eat them. And in my brain, I went, I'm, I'm I might be a dad. That was a dad joke that came flying out of my mouth. That was a dad fart joke at the goddamn airport. Because I wanted to impress brush, my, brush mustache. I, I don't know why I said it. It was like, I'm not, that's beneath me. You know me, I'm not that guy. But it was just so embarrassing to open up the fucking meatballs and make it all work. I even offered them to take a bite. I was like, you guys would have one. And like, no, nah, it's fine. I go, they're just too good to leave here. Uh, but literally, he's like, at least they're not explosive. And I go, yeah, not before, uh, at least not before you eat them. And I'm like, I, I don't, I, I don't know why it came out of me. I felt, and I was like, hi. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, I, I just felt dirty. I felt dirty inside. It was terrible. Uh, but I rolled them up and I put them in my bag and I brought them home and I've eaten them for the past. Now it's Thursday. I finished them off last night. I ate a Monday night. I ate them Tuesday. I ate them last night. And then I also, because I, I do this, I eat when I'm trying to avoid doing this show. It's fucking terrible. When I want to avoid work, I eat. So I made a bowl of fucking spaghetti and meatballs last night at 3.30 in the morning. So dumb. And then I stayed up till 7.30 thinking, well, you got to do that podcast. You got to do that podcast. And then I fell asleep again and I woke up at fucking 12. Jesus Christ. What the fuck is wrong with me? All right. So the bottom line is. Arizona was badass. I need a handler. I need somebody to come here and crack the fucking whip. Now, I won't need it when I move in with the guys. But I mean, but, but why can't I bring, I got to bring Arizona Mike home. I got to bring Arizona Mike here to LA. I got to cook for myself. I got to be up at 9 30. That was, I lived my best life in Arizona. And now I've got to bring that here to the West Coast. Now, granted, to Arizona is sort of the West Coast. Maybe I do my best work in a racist state. I don't know. Maybe that's what I got to be. I got to be in a place where they don't like Martin Luther King in order for me to be the best person I could possibly be. I don't know. But I tell you now, Going forward, I want to be better. Going forward, I want to do the best I possibly can. Going forward, as we all know, there's missteps. And we try to make sure we don't make them, but I'm trying to do the best I can to get a handle on myself and my life. And I promise you, I'm doing it. I'm making the effort. I'm choosing between boy and man. And Jesus Christ, right now I'm the slash in between. And I can't figure out. Sometimes I'm boy. Sometimes I'm man. I'm a man boy. I'm a boy man. It doesn't matter. When you got an apartment with three loads of clothes sitting on the fucking couch for three days, you got to realize that that's the boy in you. But the man in you would fold it. At least the man in you did the laundry. The man in you ran the errands and did that. There's, It's all in me. I'm multifaceted. I'm I'm everything you could possibly want in a man boy. Go ahead and line up. Look how good I am in fucking go horse. Jesus Christ. I want a silver and horse and a golden pool. I'm everything you want. I'm 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 came in fifth place in the goddamn card games, baby. That's who I am as a guy. Love me, please. You guys can get me at MikeAndMikeSchmidtComedy.com. You guys can be my friend at facebookcom the 40 year old boy. You can follow me at Twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. I'm also at Instagram and Snapchat at Mike four zero i B. I'm on the PS4 network at Mike four zero Y O B. Find me on there. Also, we have a discord now that you can go ahead and jump on. Uh, if you want a link, it's on the jokers page on Facebook or contact me via email. I'll send you the discord link and you can become part of the discussion. we got like, I think we had like 50 people in there now, which is kind of fun. Um, I, I stay signed in all the times. So I think people think I'm there lurking, but I'm not, I promise, but I will pop in occasionally and check what's going on. If any, there's a discussion, I'll say something. Um, but, but it's not like I'm doing anything better. I also don't want you to think that I've got other things going on. Cause I do not. I clearly do not. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, you can go ahead and be part of my discord there. We've got a, we got a Twitch discussion. We got an HQ just for everybody to talk in general. There's a podcast discussion. Uh, and I'd love to have you there cause it's cool to hear from people and see what they like and what they don't like. And I know what they don't like is getting a show on Thursday. Let me apologize to you right now again. um, we have Ryan Dirks who does all the web stuff for the show. He's the coolest. You can contact him at facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks and tell him he's great. And of course, David Hernandez is all the mechs and the, uh, the, he does all the mixing. Certainly he does all the mixing, but he does all the artwork and and the music for this show. You can find him at artbydmh.com. You can find him at facebook.com slash David Hernandez. Be his friend on there. But again, the artbydmh.com is really the important thing because that's, that's how the man makes his livelihood, for fuck's sake. So you want to go ahead and go to that site because he can do any art you would want him to do. You want him to paint you, paint your friends, paint your dogs, paint your cats, paint anybody you want him to paint. He can work in oil, oils. He can work in watercolors. Uh, I'm sure he does some sort of chalk rendering on a sidewalk for you. He'll double dutch at your house. Whatever the fuck you need him to do, man. What you want to do is go to artbydmh.com and check out the work that he's done in the past, his Valscapes, his guy cons, anything else he's created for anybody else. And you'll see exactly what style you want something created in. And, and I, get, I tell you now, you can't stump the fucking guy. Whatever you come up with, he's going to be able to bang it out and make it look fucking great. So go to visit him right now, please. Again, like I said, be his friend at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. But also, most importantly, go to artbydmh.com. That is a r t. BYDMH.com Good times for a change. See the gigs I've had can make a good man turn bad. So please, 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 let me, let me, let me, let me. Get what I want this time Haven't had a dream in a long time See the life I've had could make a good man bad So for once in my life, let me get what I want, Lord knows it would be the first time, Lord knows it would be the first time. So I know I'm always in your pocket. I'm always asking you for dough, and I don't mean to be that guy. But this keeps me alive. This is my job. Or at least I like to think it is. I'm my job. Did I do a poor job at being me this week? Eh, you know, I was I was a lot me, and I was a lot new me. Whatever the fuck. I'm, I'm not going to devolve into that rabbit hole. I'm not going to delve deep into that. But I'm going to tell you this. You know, like I said, I'm in your pocket a lot, and you guys support me via Patreon. All the things I'm about to plug. But I, before we do that, I want to plug a friend's project real quick. Our buddy Pat Francis whom you may know is a, is a good guy, a, a lovely friend, a longtime friend of mine over 20 years. And he is, uh, he has done a documentary, a fun documentary where he, uh, I think it's called lifting up America. I don't know the name of it quite frankly, but he did a thing where he and his, uh, a friend of his, they, they, they lifted across America. Literally they left Los Angeles and they went to Boston and they only took ride share. They only took lift. Uh, I don't think they took Uber. They might've, I don't know. Look, I don't know the rules, but I know that this movie exists and I know that there's an Indiegogo for it right now. And if you want to go ahead and help fund him, you can find it right now at Indiegogo. Just go ahead and search lift across America or lifting up America. Why don't I look up the name before I start plugging my friend? That would be a really good idea. Uh, let's go. I'm going to have to type here online. What a joke. Uh, I apologize everybody while we're doing the show. I should probably start over. Um, but let's do it one more time. We're typing. We'll see if it comes up. Uh, all right, no, let's see. All right, Pat Francis. Will that be a search term? See, this is bad. So I would have told you guys uplift, there you go. All right, so you want to go find uh, the uh, it, it, the address for it is Indiegogo.com slash projects slash uplift a new documentary. Now, look, you don't want to do that. Just Google Uplift, U-P-L-Y-F-T, and the name Pat Francis, and it will come up. Uh, he has got 25 days left to fund his project. If there's any way we can help him out with even a couple of bucks, that would be fantastic. Now, you guys are always nice to help me, and I appreciate it. And I feel weird asking you to, to give more money to other people, but I mean, we're all friends, and we're all trying to take care of one another. So he's doing uplift. A new documentary, two friends, one cross-country trip, 30 lift drivers, and a lifetime of stories. That's my friend Pat Francis, available now at Indiegogo. Please fund him. Let him get it going. I know he worked really hard filming. He's doing the editing, all that kind of stuff now. And uh, he could use your backing. I backed. Why wouldn't you back? You're my pal. You're my internet chum. Uh, and if you can't, I totally get that too, because I mean, I, it's nice enough that you back me. Uh, and if you don't back me, well, what the fuck are you doing here, man? No, I'm teasing. Wh- whatever you can do is great. I like you listening. Uh, but I also like you, uh, everybody who gives any money at all is fucking cool. So if you can do that for Pat. Like I said, Google Uplift, U-P-L-Y-F-T, and the name Pat Francis, and his and Indiegogo, I guess. And that would all come up, and you could go to his page and throw him a couple of bucks and help him out with a project that uh, that he was really proud of. I When he got home, he was so happy. So please help him get his project underway. He's got just under a month to get it funded, so let's do that. Um, as far as my plugs, well, you know what they are. Who uses Cameo out there? You, you're a Cameo person? You downloaded it to your phone, and you, eh, you want me to leave a message for you or your pals? Or uh, or people you don't like. Why don't you buy a cameo for somebody you hate and let me on board with that? I can do that. I'm good at spewing hate via the airwaves. (laughs) I think I've never exactly tried it, Uh, except my hate is directed at like fucking plums. I mean, nobody wants to hear me get mad at. Well, fuck that. Everyone wants to hear me get mad at plums. Maybe you don't want to hear me get mad at your stepson, Uh, but I'll do it. Whatever you got to do, if you pay the Cameo price and you get me on board, I'm happy to go ahead and leave a message. Download the Cameo app to your phone. You can find it in the iTunes store or whatever the fucking garbage store Samsung uses. I'm sure it's in there as well. Uh, And I think you go to bookcameo.com. You can see there's a million people there you can book. So you can book them too. I'd prefer you booked me because then I get some money. I don't get any fucking money from anybody else that you book. But uh, perhaps you see a name there that appeals to you. Perhaps you see somebody there you really like. Uh, I understand Debbie Gibson puts a lot of efforts into her Cameo's. Uh, she actually sings, she'll do shit like that. So fuck, you know what? Order Debbie Gibson's cameo. I don't know how much it is, but fuck, she's the one go for her. Uh, and if she, tell her, you to, Oh man, tell her to do like a signed playboy thing. Debbie Gibson was in playboy. Tiffany was in playboy. She was fucking hot in playboy. They both were, uh, anybody look at any naked woman is hot. Let's be honest with ourselves. Really? I mean, you, you can't, nobody, if you put a woman in playboy, she's fucking hot. The end, you know, when looked at a playboy girl and go, yeah, <laughs> they fucking, cause I'll tell you what, even if she's from fucking Venus and she's got a vagina on her forehead, they're going to Photoshop the shit out of her. and go, I would fuck the shit out of that forehead. That'd be fucking great. You don't give a fuck. If they airbrush out her tentacles, you'll totally. Fuck the shit out of that chick i'd rail a venusian why the fuck not uh so anyway the point is on cameo although i guess this isn't this isn't really the point uh you can book anybody man book debbie gibson book me but especially me i need the money debbie gibson doesn't need the money again she posed nude for money she's got all that fucking playboy money she's still spending from her hot ass in the distance although she probably still got a hot ass make her prove it get a cameo and make her prove she sells a hot ass there you go it's worth it we're all whores on that website i'm sure she could fucking pull that off uh, do not ask for me to prove I have a hot ass because I will prove you wrong no matter how much you pay me alright so sign me up on your cameo I can uh, I can send a message to you or your significant other or to your friends or your family or your enemies whomever the fuck if you want me to sing a lullaby to your baby or tell you, you got a, your dog he's a good boy I can do that too as long as you pay my price download cameo to your phone and, uh, and find me on there google me find me look at me at book cameo app whatever the fuck go ahead and find me and hire me please to say good things or bad things to people you love or hate who wants to be an uber driver who wants to be a lift driver? Why, I, I understand this. If you're a lift driver, there's the possibility a famous Hollywood person may take your car and make you drive them to Boston. Holy fuck, why wouldn't you want to do that? If you want to be a Lyft driver, use my code. It's all capital letters: M I K E seven two double o five seven. Mike seven two double o five seven double 7-2-0-5-7. Mike seven 720057. double zero five seven. That's my code. If you want to be a first-time uh, Lyft rider, you can use that code and get me some credit as well. But that's mainly if you want to be a driver. No, it's fucking not mainly. You can use it for everything. If you want to be a driver, use that code, Mike720057, all caps on the mic. And uh, if you want to be a first-time rider of Lyft, use that code, and I get a spiff off of that. I forget how much it is. Hey, how about Uber? Does that appeal to you? I don't know if there's any documentaries about Uber out there that are favorable. There might be some that are bad. (laughs) This is Jones. Jones sleeps in his car when he's not driving. Jones still can't afford to pay his insurance and the rental fee for the Uber car provided him by the company. Um... Just a matter of time till those start rolling out. Wait till Netflix gets their claws into fucking Uber. The only reason Netflix wouldn't destroy Uber in a documentary is because they recognize that they're both startups trying to fucking grind everybody. So Netflix would be like, well, game recognized game. We can't expose Uber just yet. Let them get a foothold and then we'll write some bad shit about them. Uh, But Uber exists. If you want to use my code, it's all lowercase d j z w one y t t u e that's d j z w one y t t u e that's if you want to be a driver for uber as well and i, I and there's a dude i get like fucking eight hundred dollars a person now depending on what city you're in so do that so i don't have to fucking leave my apartment uh, and don't go well mike we're doing good we're making you leave your apartment shut up uh and if you're a first-time rider use that as well d j z w one y t t u e that's d j z w one y t t u e that's d j z w one Y-T-T-U-E, all lowercase on the letters, please. Become an Uber or a Lyft person today. We got a YouTube channel that exists on YouTube. It's uh, YouTube.com slash the 40-year-old boy, I believe. I don't think it's Mike 40 ylb yob Either way, just Google Mike Schmidt YouTube and you'll get a lot of the baseball player and then some of me. Uh, but to Google the 40 year old boy, YouTube channel, that will be even better. And you'll find it on there. Subscribe to that channel, please. As I've always said, it's a work in progress. There's more podcasts coming. There's uh, there's uh, fucking clips from Twitch, everything that I've, I've ever dreamed of and more as soon as I can fucking fold my laundry, I'll get right on it. <laughs> um, but that's coming. So go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just so people, they, you know, I still get subscribers. I still make some money. They see that it's happening and uh, and they don't fucking ban me. I don't want to get banned by anybody. And I know I got to do a fucking live stream on there eventually, another live stream on YouTube. Uh, maybe that'll get you to subscribe. Maybe I'll do a YouTube live stream. Will that get you to subscribe? Tell you what, if I get 10 subscribers in, the, in this week, I'll do a fucking live YouTube live stream next week. How about that? I'm going to do one anyway, probably eventually. But, but still, if you become a subscriber, 10 subscribers to my YouTube channel, 10 new subscribers, and I'll do a fucking live YouTube chat. Uh, that means nothing and 10 what a fucking woeful number Logan Paul has 8 fucking million followers I'm looking for 10 people and I can't get it I'm busted I can get it I can't get 8 he's got a million more a million times more people following him than I would have Jesus All right. Uh, so go ahead and follow me on the YouTube channel why not Uh, and oh you know what we got sponsors of this show if I fucking mention that you're goddamn right I have the Paranoid Strain Podcast is a sponsor I love them I love Fearful Jesuit I love the show I love what they do and by they, I mean, he, he's kind of the brains of the outfit. Now look, of course he's got Dana there. She's involved, but, uh, but you want to do, you want to go ahead and listen to this show because it's fucking amazing. It's, it's different from this. This is me yelling about yogurt and plums. Like I said, for about fucking two hours, who the fuck cares about that? When you can have a meticulously crafted takedown of Alex Jones, uh, a meticulously written and researched uh, piece on the Denver airport and all of its fucking crazy devil stuff. Please go listen right now to the paranoid strain. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe in the iTunes store just the voice of fearful Jesuit is enough to fucking make you want to listen and here's the thing he's got the kind of soothing voice you could sleep to but you don't want to because you just want to hear what he's going to say next in his brilliant script of a show so fuck man it's kind of a weird dichotomy you can relax but you can also listen about scary stuff getting debunked by our man the jesuit he's fearful and you can find him like i said oh go ahead and write him an email uh at uh it's paranoid at gmail.com or it might be strain at gmail.com. You think I'd probably realize that's so the guy's fucking paying me to put me on, a sh- on the show. Uh, but still, you can find him. He's out there. You know, at BC, you do this write to theparanoidstrain at gmail.com, but CC at gmail.com and see what the fuck happens. Write him in notes. Uh, and also leave a note in the iTunes store saying you learned about the show from me because it will make him happy and make him continue to want to give me money to be broadcast on this show. Uh, even though we're friends, yes, I charge him because I'm a terrible, terrible person just like you guys are my friends. And I still pitch you to go ahead and donate money to me. Why would I fucking do that? I tell you to give money to Pat. We're supposed to be pals. And I got my hand in your pocket all the goddamn time. Weak, I say. Weak sauce, as the children of the of the day would say. <clears throat> Voice getting a little gravelly. Uh So please go ahead and listen to The Paranoid Strain. It's right now in the iTunes store. Subscribe. And and write him a note. Like I said, new stuff is always coming out. I think it's like every couple of months he pulls out a fucking new episode and he just blows your fucking doors off, man. This is a quick hit, this uh, this last one. But he'll have another one that's more of a full length next time. And it's just it's just gorgeous. It's just him tearing the lid off of everything, just exposing this fucking sham of a world we live in. So please give Fearful Jesuit a day in court and f- follow the paranoid strain. Go ahead. I think he's on Twitter and all that bullshit too. I don't know if he doesn't pay me to plug that. (laughs) He pays me to plug the show. Go ahead and comment in the iTunes store how much you love it. Write him a note how much you love it. And make sure you mention us because it makes me look good in his eyes and makes him think that he should continue to go ahead and do business with us. Please, please, please go to Mike that exists. If you go there and you lurk around and look at some cool paintings by our friend Max, but also you head over to the boy, uh, the merchandise page, which is the Joe business page. As you know, now there's stuff there for sale. You probably already own, but get this. There's an Amazon link on there. You can click on and go ahead and shop. We get money. They get money. You get stuff. It's a perfect triumvirate works out. Great. It's a three handed triangle. Everybody holding each other's wrist. And you get it done, man. It doesn't cost you anything. You're just over there fucking taking care of business. You're going ahead and buying whatever the fuck you were going to buy. Just taking the 10 seconds to find the link helps me out and gets me some money whenever you buy something. So please use the Amazon link uh, that you can find over there at Mike dot com on the merchandise page. Do all your shopping. It costs you nothing. It gets me everything. I love it. We get money. They get money. You get stuff and I'm happy. Patreon exists for this show and others, but I'm more concerned about this show. <laughs> Uh, the Patreon page supports any live stuff that I do, any of any of the podcast here. I know I'm late today, and I'm probably, you're going to dock me Patreon pay. And I don't mean to be that you're all my bosses. I get it, but you're nice and understanding. And I appreciate that you're benevolent masters. And that makes me happy. Um, and I'm getting better. I will be better. I promise. The boy is, is being, is fading and the man might stick around. Who knows? Uh, (laughs) So please become a patron of Patreon. That would be great. Uh, And I will tell you, it especially would be great because this month, for some reason, I took it in the ass. Jesus Christ. I I think I've lost like 250 bucks this month. So... I had a goal. I was like, if I can get over a thousand, that'd be great. And I did for like three weeks. And then all of a sudden, boom, I I just vacated. And that's what Patreon is. It's a living, breathing thing. It's an organism where people give money, then they leave, and uh, circumstances change. And I get it. I'm not bitching anybody. I totally get it. But when you count on things or we look at stuff in numbers, you just I have a general ballpark number and I'm always around it. So that's all that matters. But if you want to jump in and kick it and juice it a little bit, that'd be fantastic. Go to patreon.com slash the 40-year-old boy or Mike 40YOB. I forget what it is. Just Google Mike Schmidt and Patreon. You'll find me. You can become a member. And, uh, and again, I have plans to make things happen on that page as well as soon as I get my goddamn laundry folded. But still, if you want to become a patron, that'd be fantastic. Thank you so much for everybody who's ever thought of me and signed up and given money. Uh, even if you've left, thank you so much for giving money as long as you did. I appreciate it very much. And you're very cool for thinking of me and even supporting this show. Like I said, this supports this. It supports Twitch. It supports uh, any live stuff I might do. And let's talk about Twitch. We got the Twitch channel. If you're not a follower or subscriber over there, you can subscribe with the tier one, tier two, tier three. Those are all different money amounts. But also, if you're an Amazon Prime customer, you can subscribe to the Twitch channel with a Twitch prime subscription and it costs you nothing. And it gives me like five bucks, which is fucking great. And it lets Twitch and Amazon know that things are happening between me and their channel and you guys. It makes them know that I'm a hitter. So please It costs you nothing other than searching for the goddamn link, which they don't make easy, and you got to renew it every month. But still, the very fact that you would subscribe to me on a Twitch Prime subscription costs you nothing, gets me five bucks, and makes me very happy. Subscribe to the channel anyway. Well, look, if you follow the channel, it costs you nothing. You'll know what I'm on. Come in and check out what I do, and if you like it, then you can subscribe. If you don't, that's fine too. But subscriptions are there. Following is there. The Twitch channel is there. I'm doing GTA 5 this week, as you've heard, and uh, eventually I'm going to start working in more scary games and older games. And Oh, man, there's a lot of eventually in this fucking show as there always is in the plugs, but I promise you it's, it's never far from my fucking mind, man. That's all I do is kill myself over it, but it's going to happen. It will. It will. It will. So, become a Patreon patron because live stuff. As I mentioned, I'm going to be in Canada this summer in August. I'm there for 10 days. I think I'm there the 6th to the 16th. We're talking about skydiving. We're talking about going to Iron Maiden. We're talking about going to escape rooms, multiple escape rooms, and axe throwing. It's going to be fucking beautiful. Cool restaurants and food and Canadian fun and just sitting in a backyard around a fire pit and talking and fighting off fucking mosquitoes, having a citronella party. Let's fucking do this, man. If you want to get together for any of that stuff, our buddy Kenny Fairhall on Facebook is on there. If you go to the Westside 86 Jokers fan club page, you can look. He's got a link post that he mentions things and uh, and also you can join the Discord. There can be a Canadian Trip Discord if you guys want to join on there and discuss and make plans and figure stuff out. That's cool, too. Um, but whatever, man. Just get on board and come see me when we're in Toronto. I'm, I... Like I said, I would love to do a show when I'm there. I don't know if we have a venue or not. It might just be hanging out and having fun, but I'm just, I'm a fucking joy to hang out with. You don't need me to be doing a fucking show to fucking hang out and talk with me. That'll be fucking great. But I'm happy to do a show as well. Even if I wind up doing a show in fucking Ken's backyard, getting up and telling some stories, or I could sit in a chair maybe, or I could not tell stories we could just hang out, or I could get a theater venue like a fucking professional. Who the fuck knows? But it exists. The Toronto trip is August 6th through the 16th. Uh... And I'll be there, man. And wherever you guys are, you can come and join us and and it'll be fucking fun. It'll be great. We got a ton of stuff planned. If you want to go to Maiden, you got to write Ken because we're going to get tickets. Um, all sorts of neat stuff. Skydiving. Like I said, I, shit that I really, really want to do with a lot of cool people who I really want to see. So please, if you can be in Toronto or in Canada around uh, August 6th through the 16th, make arrangements and join us. It'll be fun. Uh, and uh, oh, I talked about Pat earlier. I'll tell you this. Um, when I was, I was in uh, Arizona... My buddy Dennis is like, "Hey, uh, I watched The Dirt last night because The Dirt came out." And um I had already seen it. Like I because it, it I I I I can tell you this now. I saw a screening of it uh a couple of weeks ago. I didn't want I couldn't talk about it on the air because it was an NDA and all that shit. Um but I i I saw it before it came out, so I've been sitting on this for a while. And also I'm sitting on this because eventually I'm doing a show with Pat. Pat asked me when it came, he's like, when this comes out, you want to watch it and we'll do a Motley Crue show and we'll do all their albums and then we'll also talk about the dirt. And then I was like, well, wouldn't it be funny if we also read excerpts from the book? And he's like, I could probably get Siegel to do that, whatever. I don't know what they're planning, but eventually I'll be doing a rock solid show on the dirt. Oh, and also, fuck, let me tell you this. I forgot to tell you this last week before I finish. Um, I was on Battleship Retention. Uh, I recorded Battleship Attention with our friends Tyler and David. Uh, It's not the new episode. It's the previous one before it. You'll see my name when you download it. And we wound up talking about wrestling and wrestling movies and shit like that. It was totally fun. Uh, it went just where it was going to go. We didn't have, he didn't have a plan when I sat down because I hadn't really seen a lot. I I just said, do I need to see any movies? He's like, ah, well, what about cold pursuit? I go, I already saw that movie and I hadn't seen captain Marvel. So we just started having a discussion and then it ventured into wrestling territory as it will do with me. Ask any of my Tinder dates. I've, I've never had a Tinder date. I've had one, um, a million years ago. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, I, I, and I didn't talk about wrestling with her. All right. So here's the thing. Uh, we want to talk about wrestling and wrestling movies and it devolved into how, the best wrestling actor and the best wrestling movies, all this cool ass stuff. So Battleship Retention, you can find it in the in iTunes store, download it, subscribe to their podcast anyway, because they do a very good show. But I was on it two weeks ago. I forget what they called it, but it was there and it's, it's an hour and a half of me. Uh, rampage. You can talk about wrestling with a couple of guys who, uh, one guy who knows his wrestling from when he was a kid and a David who is trying to keep it on track with movies. It was totally fun. I love going on their show. I'm glad they always think of me. So please download battleship pretension and listen to me ramble about wrestling from two weeks ago. And, uh, and in, in the future, I'll be on rock solid talking about Motley crew and I'm going to get, but I want to talk about it a little bit now. Uh, if you haven't read the book, you got to read the book first of all, because they left some of the most horrifying things out of the movie, but the movie itself, uh, you know, I, I, I'm I going to do this now on my own show because I don't know when we're recording with Pat, but I'm going to tell you this. I wanted to hate it. I thought I was going to go in and hate it and be just like, whatever the fuck. I was going to, because I could, I here's why I wanted to hate it. This is the only reason I wanted to hate it. And I don't like hating things, but I only wanted to be able to go and say Bohemian Crapsity or Bohemian Rhapsody. I couldn't figure out which one I wanted to call it. I was like, I hope it's bad so I can call it Bohemian Rhapsody. That's going to be fucking great. Uh, and then I see the movie and I really fucking liked it. And I'm seeing people online who, you know, there are people who also really liked it, but there are people who hate it. It's very polarizing. You know, people are less like, oh, my God, uh, best leave that in the 80s. And Motley Crue are fucking monsters. Yeah, they are. And they don't pull a whole lot of punches in the movie. They show you that they were fucking idiot monsters. I've joked around. I did a show once where I was talking about them and I said, these are fucking four heroin addicts who who have millions of dollars because they could play three chords and they made it happen. Well, fuck, I can't even get off my ass to do with podcast to get it to you by Thursday fucking morning. I can't shit on these guys. So I watched the fucking movie and look, it skates on a bunch of shit. There's no doubt about that. But the guy who plays Tommy is Machine Gun Kelly, a rapper. I didn't know it was fucking him dudes that guy was fucking great he was tommy lee the guy who's nicky six is nicky six the vince is a little weak the mick mars is just there for comic relief and he might be that way i don't know much about mick mars but if you read the dirt you get the idea that he's kind of that guy the stern fucking old dude and it was fucking fun watch the movie and they do a thing the first five i don't want to give it away but the first five minutes of the movie it's got shitty narration i'll tell you this it's not a good movie the The dialogue is crappy and it's written just like Bohemian Rhapsody was not a good movie but it was fucking great to watch the music on screen I saw it on the big screen and it was fun well the dirt is really fucking fun because it's basically Bohemian Rhapsody but it's but it's God, I couldn't even say I almost said shitty it's, basi- it's basically Bohemian Rhapsody but with a fucking you know a lesser band that was just debauchery assholes it's fucking it, it really plays up the whole hey it was the 80s and we fucked everything that moved and it's just you, you got I'm gonna sneeze fuck I can't believe I'm gonna sneeze I apologize Oh, man, I'm going to have to cut that out oh man I'm gonna have to cut that out but I will I'll cut that out you don't want to hear me fucking sneezing now I'm gonna write a time code of when I sneezed Jesus Christ I ruined it I had momentum I was almost out the goddamn door here and look what the fuck happened uh, but it's you gotta see it it's really fun it's yeah fuck this I can't there's no more talking about it it's a good movie and it's fun but I just sneezed I ruined the show this is over a two-hour show and I just ruined it with a goddamn sneeze at the end I buttoned it with a goddamn sneeze my nose has been my enemy it was my enemy in Arizona with fucking Stonehenge now it's my enemy here it was snuffed all fucking uh, the beginning of this show and now it's making me sneeze at the end my nose is rebelling against me, my nose is fucking angry at me, it's like, dude, choose boy or man, right now I got a boy nose, it's sniffly, it's sneezing for no reason, I gotta have a man nose, prominent, eagle-like, pointing north, looking forward like a goddamn shark fin, but no, instead my fucking nose sneezes and fucks up the rest of the goddamn show for you, for me, for everybody, now I'm sorry, I apologize, you know what, I'm not even gonna post this, I can't fucking post this show, that fucking nose just fucked everything up with a goddamn sneeze and it scrambled everything and it made everything that came before it fucking moot, this is a moot show, this is a moot show thanks to a sneeze, that's a sneeze that mooted this fucking show, you know what? This is the show that was killed by a sneeze. You heard of the man that shot Liberty Valance? This is the sneeze that destroyed Mike Schmidt. It just fucking came here at the end. It ruined what I thought was a goddamn perfect show. Fucking bees unleashed and rolling, and talking about topics, no real stories. But that's okay. I fucking made it happen. Even though I'm recording on a Thursday, you know what? This is a strong show. Maybe I record on Thursday from now on. Maybe that's how I handle my business. Maybe instead of having the show come out Thursday morning, I record it on Thursday and put it out Thursday afternoon. Maybe I need to wait that one extra day. That's what tips it over into greatness, goddammit. That's what tips it over into the best. That's what makes you love me even more if I tip it over into fucking greatness with a Thursday. Record here, hear me out, everybody. Thursday record, Thursday post, posting the same day as I record. Fresh as the day is new. That's how we gotta fucking handle this. It's gonna be perfect. Go ahead and fucking line up at your iPod and <laughs> on a Thursday afternoon. if you're not gonna suck a dick.